This is NRL Boom Rookies. Welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, he's a smug prick. It's Matt Bungard. <laughs> it's that time of year, isn't it? Uh, the wind's calling. This is the truth coming out. It's coming home, boys. Two and more. Uh, he's tired and, you know, I'm could, okay. could do with a nap. It's, uh, Mate, it's Mitch I'm, Doyle. I'm living on Michael Dixon vibes. Same. Not there. It's good. good Americans stuff. lost their shit at a drop kick today. Yeah, it's man. the best thing ever. I've already, I've already been on a spree. Like Chris Sandow has got to be on the phone. Yeah, it just has to. I have unironically called for Pat Richards to get an NFL gig for like a decade. I, I mean, don't know like, why it never happened. Sav, was it Sav or Anthony Rocker? Both of them, ki- I think. Sav yeah, they definitely. both kicked in the NFL. No, it was both. I don't know. Surely they can drop punt. Yeah. I mean, well, if you people don't know what happened today, it's the Seattle Seahawks already getting a lot of attention. Michael Dixon is a potential rookie of the year. People trying to find and a way he, to get he did him, a rugby union kickoff. But he's been doing, um, you know, great punting in the NFL. But yeah, as from a kickoff, they got a penalty. So it was a 15 yards extra. They got kicked down from where they were kicking downfield. So he did a drop kick. Yep. You know, a union kickoff. And it landed about one yard from the goal line. And they tackled him about 10 yards out. And uh, it blew people's minds. Anyway, yeah. Why, you know, next time we hear about NFL dreams of Adam Reynolds, for for example, they might actually be true. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you can you have somebody pass the ball back to you to, yes. to execute a drop kick? Yes, oh. it's that's a legal play. So like maybe you could you know you put him as a scat back. It happened like ten years ago, Dale. The um the Patriots took an extra point. Yeah, and they did a that. drop kick. Yeah, and, and that was the, the last time there Doug was Flutie's a, last yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was his last game, but yes, Doug Flutie. But that was the last. That was the last. Yeah, yeah people lost their fucking minds. It was like it was like. What Adam Reynolds did, like, wasn't particularly an impressive field goal. Mm. People lost. Yeah, it was. Minds. Yeah, but you know, got to be automatic from there, mate. You know, that's true. Like as I've said to you earlier, like as if the Cleveland Browns are on the phone to somebody. Like I don't their, know. their place kickers are terrible. Paddy Richards out there. What's the yeah. like, fuck, mate? Cole Feld is got him. Cole Feld, yeah. Jermaine Asako, dual kick. They're going to go over there. And they're going to kick place kicks and take drop kicks, mm. and that's just if leagues over. If Asako goes to the NFL, and I know this is a pipe dream, where you know, ninety <laughs> seconds into the podcast, and we've already gone off kilt. Yep. If Asako, <laughs> we've got see, so much time. Today. The problem for me is that he's going to kick the ball out of the stadium. Like his <laughs> his his quadriceps are impressive pieces of work. Well, he could play both sides of the field. He'd be the punt punter and the punt oh, returner. Good as well, and then take all the ki- kicks as well. Like that's you know all of he can do everything. That's, why didn't that's three Jared play, Why didn't Jared Hayne kick? Why? No, why was he trying to catch the punts? I know he wasn't very good at that. <laughs> no, but it, get get him all over there. And if, yeah, honestly, Michael Dixon, though, like, punt videos are blowing Americans' mind. It's great. It's, he's been on ESPN and everything in the preseason they were talking about it because um, he's bringing a, an Aussie element over there. So Fuck, they're weird. If you've got a kid who's, like, 12 years old right now, anybody listening, and I hope not, you know, that's what I... T- sorry. You know, sorry. Firstly. You know? Congrats for having sex, though. Like, yeah, credit, sex is credit, nice. Credit to at you. least uh, 12 at years or 13 yeah, years at ago. At least yeah. one time. Well done. But uh, anyway, you get him out there and get him punting because the, the Americans are coming. The fat is coming for the yeah. Aussie punters. <laughs> Because so they're these kids stretching their hamstrings like their bloody Mao's Last Dancer. <laughs> uh, How do I buy shares in Pro Kick? That's a that's a great we'll question. We've got to start our own kicking thing. See, we'll, what yeah, we've got we'll to talk. do is just go and practice kicking at the uh, kicking at the AFL Boom Grand kick. Final. Kind of Boom works, kick. It does. Boom kick. Well, yeah, we've had a problem with kicking on this podcast before, haven't uh, we? Ah, uh, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, good call. <laughs> okay, we're not in. <laughs> we're gonna have to find somebody else. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what you're talking about, but um. Uh, what happened on Friday? We move past it. <laughs> move, move, move forward. Move past taking the kicks. It's, oh, it's good. <laughs> Alrighty. Speaking of moving past and taking the kicks and everything else, Carlos Sutherland <laughs> twenty-one, Penrith twenty mm. on Friday night at uh, Moore Park. Yep. 
Uh, this game turned out to be a lot better than I expected yeah, it to big, be. Big win for team, no momentum. Suck a chode. They no, came from 18 no me- points down and no then they lost. No momentum. Yeah. Cop that. Oh, 18-2 down, but they're, they're, they're level. They must have all the momentum. We nearly had so the most down. dangerous scoreline in rugby league. No one ever said momentum <laughs> was endless ever. Mm. It's also not a thing. I think... Uh, and I was vindicated for like the 400th time. Oh, vindicated. So when they scored 18 points in a row, it was just coincidence. Yeah. And, then they, and, then they, and then they lost. But they did. But yeah. they got into, into they but, rolled back into the lost. game. They did. And then they lost. They did. Anyway, uh, Sharks, uh, Paul Gallant. That's yeah, no good. No, not great. What's the what's the word here? Supposedly he's had like a like a tendons pulled apart of the bone away from his elbow or something ridiculous like that. Like I don't understand how the man has any bones left. Yeah, I thought he was like at least two percent tendon at most. Like <laughs> yeah. left, left he, his hip, he, but... he is more scar tissue than a you know Chili Peppers greatest hits album. Yeah, the yeah. poor the poor guy. He's sixty five years old. Let him let him rest. Yeah. So who knows if he's playing this week or not? But. My still odds 50 are minutes on. or so minutes yes. out of him in this game. But yeah, this was like the first 20 or 30 minutes of this game was just like, this, what, is, what is happening? Like everything Cronulla did, everything they did. Their yeah. first half was perfect. close to perfect. It was. And um, by, for me, by far, the best performance I've seen Matt Moreland have in first he game. He amazing. By, by some distance. We've, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know, we've seen plenty of games where he has some nice attacking touches and some puts on a uh, you know, glory cutout pass or dust the Knights up or whatever. But this game, it was in all elements... He was on absolute fire. I mean, he has the ugly kicking tech, ugliest kicking technique of any half in the competition. It's I believe like, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible, but it worked in this game. You know, yeah. a lot of the year, Greg Graham was always kicking, and Moylan's done some of the least kicking of any half in the comp. But this game had it on a string. Yeah, land a couple. You know, right near the sideline at one point, couple right on the goal line, force a few dropouts, and then was getting up in people's faces in defence. Like he was he was exceptional all over the park, and you know. Credit where it's due. I don't like the bloke, but I'm happy to give credit when someone actually turns up and impresses well, me. And I thought he did throughout the game. It was his. It was his. Uh, his short ball that was to Luke Lewis for his runaway try. Was yep, it not? It was. It was. Like if you're setting up Luke Lewis against you know a, a team of the quality of Penrith, you know credit where credit's due. As Mitch says, you yeah. Know, like um, if you can put a play like that on in a in a high high pressure environment, then good on you. He was good. The, he was good. Strong the entire game. I mean, mm. the, the aggression in, in his defence has never really been there, and that's come a long way this season. And the kicking game hasn't really been there. And it was great. Like him and Chad on the back of those forwards played really well. Chad's had a, a good five or six weeks mm-hmm. now, but he was he was on fire in this game and. The rest of the team kind of followed early. Looks like, like Chad was right. Moreland had more X factor than James Maloney. Yeah, oh, mate, Maloney. Um, mate, that yeah. was a that like uh, Campo gave him a two out of ten in the in the in the ratings, and uh, I think that was generous. Yeah. Well, um, as soon as he started losing his rag, I genuinely thought this was going to end up like the Broncos game because that was the last time that we properly saw him start losing it at the rag. He was um he was terrible in this game from the st- like just things weren't going his way from yeah. the start like early in the game. He turned the ball over when they had a good, good tackle position. They went seven tackles, went down the other under pressure. A couple of times trying to get out of their own end, he made mistakes. You know, to, again, errors or forced errors from his own teammates. And then let alone all the, the tackles he missed. Like the one for Fetus, uh, you know, maybe forward pass to Chow Townsend for the first try. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine too. Now, now like, Billy Kickow isn't a great defender, but Billy Kickow's probably played 80 games of rugby league in his entire life. Yeah. You know, he, you have from NYC to where he is now, and it's like. Maloney can't be leaving him on an island like that. Like, like, McKickow has stayed deep, and Maloney's done the whole thing, pushed up past the ball, and then it's just like, oh, it's not my fault now. Yeah. Oh, you didn't come, whatever. That's what he's done, given up on the play, and through crash for Feeder, one, got one-on-one and got a nice offload away for Townsend. Like, Maloney was pe- terrible throughout, but I won't cop that Nathan Cleary was bad in this game. No. I'm not a Cleary fan. I'm not, I'm not always all over that, you know, all over that, touching myself, thinking that Cleary's the next greatest player, he's the next Thurston, next whatever. But as in most games, and fans do go too far with it, almost any time a team loses, they say the halves are the worst players ever, 
or they win the, the halves of the best players ever. Generally, you know, if the pack doesn't dominate, only the real great halves can turn it around. And whilst Cleary did miss that field goal, he should have kicked that field goal, he was putting in this entire game. And on a couple of occasions when his team's back was on the wall, again, he was the guy pulling hits off and things like that and trying to turn them back and trying to get them back on top. And he put a massive hit on at one point to turn the ball over, and they finally got possession for the first time in a, in a few minutes in the first half. And yeah, they turned it right back when Luke Lewis put a hit on. But, you know, he was involved all game. And yeah, the field goal attempt was terrible, and the team's attempts setting for field goals were embarrassing. The whole yeah. team's efforts at that point were embarrassing in the other game. But clearly, you know, actually got stuck in this game. He didn't let that team down. And he put no. his hand up to take the field goal to begin with. Like, he's yeah. the junior player. I know that he's... He takes a large percentage he, he of the kicks. He got praised for missing. <laughs> well, you know. You should be kicking that field goal. He There's got no a kick it, about but that. at least, like, he, he had a good enough game that that wasn't his... It didn't necessarily take away from it, if you get what he, I'm like, coming from. For, for a half in the in the team that was getting pounded for 60 minutes, he played pretty well. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. No, I agree. You know, you can, I know we're talking about how Maloney... It's, it's just funny to hear him get called after the game a clutch player yeah. for taking a field goal. Yeah. Well, he took a shot. Not scoring. Yeah. It's like, you know... Yes, Maloney was terrible and people that blame him in the house, but clearly he's not the reason they lost this game. I also think no. it's a bit harsh for people to retroactively say, oh, Penrith lost this trade. Maloney's a large part of the reason why they are where they are this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people uh, should forget that just because he was terrible. Yeah, a terrible game, but it's not like... We're probably going to end up doing a bit different later, but it's not like he had some t- real massive... Gl- he just a lot of little things went wrong for him. Mm-hmm. That's it. But mm-hmm. the last five, ten minutes for Penrith were go- was goddamn terrible, though. I mean... If Wonga Blake was Joseph Leilua, if his name was Leilua, he'd be getting hung in the street for what he did. Like, I understand Aaron Woods, if you people don't know what happened, it's, it's last tackle, about three minutes to go in the game, 40-odd metres out on the left-hand side, and Wonga Blake goes in the dummy half, and Woods does come off offside. He's so off. He was uh, not square yeah. marker, and he cuts off the passing lane for Wonga Blake to pass to, his heart, to the first receiver. But instead of just like, going around him a little and just passing anyway, Wonga Blake takes off. Like, that's Wonga running. I'm running, and he hits. He tries to hit Moses Leota with a short ball, which ends up behind him, and he drops it. And just that's yeah. what he came up with. Mm. And you know, I know the ref. There was definitely a penalty for that, and there was another one for Feeder was similar earlier. But it's like, mate, you can't you can't be doing that. You cannot be doing no. that. No, it is it is it must be frustrating for Penrith fans though. Like like that that Woods one. I mean, the Feeder one was bad, but the Woods one was. Possibly the most blatant offside I've ever seen. Like, he was in like front of the from yeah. marker yeah. before Blake had even bent down. He's, he got he's the ball. like three meters away from the play the ball. By like the he's time not the three ball. meters offside, Dale. He's three meters in front of the play the ball. Yeah, it, like it's it's crazy. It's amazing how much like how quickly he's adapted to being a cheat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he played really well in this well. game, by the way. He's he played well since he got to the Sharks. So yeah, and he's found his job. Yes, and he's really improved on the defensive side. He's got better wrestle and stuff. But it's all the stuff like no fans like oh thank God we got better wrestle. But that's what he's got much better at that. Great for Cronulla. But yeah, he, he was offside there and, and got away with it. But the rest of that last few minutes, Penrith had like dog, dogs hits efforts trying to set for a field yeah, goal. Yeah, it was bad. Hmm. Like the last set of the game when they had a minute to get down the field, nobody wanted to cart the ball. Yeah, like, I thought that as well. Like Even like guys like Tyrone Peach went out and stood on the wing. Again, up Christian Crichton's hands, who's not crash hot. He looks like he runs through a treacle, so he's not the kind of guy you want to be taking it, a, a no. cart like that. There yeah. was not one person that you put their hand up and went in there and took a massive hit up. And, you know, maybe a Josh Mansell could have done that. I know they're pretty gassed, but maybe you think a Campbell Gillard or Bill Kickout could have done that, but not mm. one of them did it. And let Cleary taking a, a shot from halfway, which is a dismal effort, but... I mean, you don't expect him to kick. Well, exactly right. I mean, we've seen, what, two in the last 10 years kick from halfway? Benji, Benji Marshall and, and Chris Sander. Yep. Maybe it's over 10 years. I can't remember when, what year Benji's was. Mm. But, like, yeah, you know. Terrible set from there, but Cronulla, pretty dominant for 60-odd minutes. Yeah. 
you know, a pretty fair effort. And obviously, they only ended up winning by one point. But I thought, like, one of the more impressive performances by any team this year. Their first half was fantastic, and they'll be full of confidence this week because you know how well they play against Melbourne. They, exactly right. I mean, they'll, you know, I didn't think they could do this without Wade Graham, essentially because he carried Moylan so often, and Moylan went and stood up without him. Mm. Didn't they could do that without Wade Graham, and now potentially missing Paul Gallon. So there'd be some effort. There'd be some effort, but um, mate, if they, if they bring that kind of energy, you can put anyone off their game, and it was almost the, the classic Penrith script as well. Like you just. When they scored one, can you I, explain? Yeah. Like, can you try to logically explain why this keeps happening? Like, why are they consistently down at the sixty-minute mark and like level by the seventy-fifth minute? Like, how does this happen? I don't so know often? if there's a way to explain it, but I definitely know they're more comfortable chasing points because they get to just throw the ball around. Yeah, like, you just get away, get get away from the game plan, throw the ball around, and they've got a tight team that works with that. And I, you know. I don't know why they don't do it from earlier. Yeah. And just whatever, th- throw caution in the wind and go it, for it. It reminds but... me of kind of like when a team that's been sort of staggering to generate an offensive drive all game in mm. the NFL, suddenly they're down by seven in the last three minutes and they're, they're finding receivers all over the field. They're, they're grinding down the field like quickly. And it's like, well, where was this for the first 57 yeah. minutes mm-hmm. of the game? Penrith kind of remind me of that. Yeah. But even then, I kind of understand a bit more in the NFL for defense getting fatigued or that kind of stuff. Or they go into a prevent like, yeah. or and cover. Definitely part cover, of it but... as well is that it's easier to score in, later in the game yep. against opposition. And they've got athletic guys. But I don't get it either, honestly. It's been happening for so long. I can't tell you why. I couldn't get my head around why no. it keeps happening. But uh, yeah, they just seem most. They, they seem to be more in the game the further out of the game they are. Yeah, it's like oh, that you know they they get down about sixteen points. Like okay, boys, this is this is time to to fire it up. Got them right where we want them. <laughs> yeah, we do. And yeah, you know, as it, as as negative Bill Kickow can be on the on the defensive side, that'll come. But boy, like almost every game come at the back this year had come at the had this year has come from his edge. He, him or putting Wonga Blake over for a try, like yeah, every game, monstering somebody, mm. getting through, and yeah, he's an impressive talent. But um, good uh, credit to Val Holmes for attempting to tackle him. He, tr- he tried. He, he did. did. Try. He, did he did try. try. And your boy DWZ was pretty handy at fullback too. Yeah, I thought. Good player. But he was someone I was just waiting for him in that last five. I was waiting for him or yeah, Mans or someone something. come off the back fence. Like, yeah. There's so often, you know, I'm not trying to talk about the Broncos game, but it's so often in those last sets you saw Corey Oates come in when they're going for a field goal and take a 15, 20 meter run. Yep. Mm. Or Pangai did a similar in those sets in those games the last year or two. Yep. And there's nobody at Penn who put their hand up. There is, a, there is a dearth of leadership, especially after Peter Wallace retired. Yeah. Well, well apparently, apparently. They don't miss him anyway. He's on the field, the field general, mate. You know, he's a trainer on the field. Controversy. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. He, he's, uh, uh, he's also the one hitting uh, field goals at training, as we saw on there you go. Penrith they social media him. this week. Could have used, used him. him yeah. I mean, I don't know how that would have worked, but, you know. Yeah, that's it. But, um, yeah, can, he play a, a, can he play NFL? It's a, it's a real weird finish to the season for Penrith. It's like, what do we what do we take out of it now? Like we were yeah, going really good. We didn't. They didn't. They wouldn't say it's a bad season they had, but it's no. like we punted our coach and we kind of went out where we expected to go out. Where do we go from well, here? Well, it's weird because last week I hypothetically posed what if they like, lose this game by one or make a prelim final and this is exactly what's happened. So now I don't know what they do with Sorrello. They're kind of in limbo. I feel like he's getting re-signed. I agree. But, um, and I, I, I would be... Yeah, I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's really tough. Who knows? Well, it's about any bit of news so I'm as to talk about now, but Nathan Cleary's apparently re-signing a long-term deal there. Yeah. So mm. I feel like the, the Cleary so far probably is far from over for this oh, offseason. I... I Look, we've seen... We'll probably come on to it later, but the whole Peachy going to the Gold Coast thing as well, like, contracts don't mean anything. Let's just talk about both those now. We'll skip the ah, news later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get Fine. the news drop? Uh, no. Um, yeah, well, Pe- Peachy supposedly signed with the Gold Coast and then figured out that the Gold Coast is still not is, is not in Sydney, so um, that's yeah. that's problematic. That That's a funny one. I mean, 
I, I don't I don't know what to think about it. If you get me, it's like yeah. you know, if as for the Gold Coast personally, I don't think they need him, and I don't think that's a effective spend of their money. Well, but he's not in, an edge back rower, so he's not. And I don't you know I don't know the plan with him. Probably centre anywhere. So he's still a guy again. He's twenty seven years old, and I think you could find put six people in the room, and six of them give you different answers what his best position is. Mm. You know, it's not a great thing, but um, it's more the fact that him signing that deal and taking that four fifty to five hundred k away meant they couldn't go for anybody else for that money until like left it right to this point to do it. And it's, it's like it's the same thing that happened with uh with Cherry Evans. Like they outlaid yeah. so much money and then they thought he was coming and then he didn't end up turning up and now they've got a million dollars of cap room and then they got Jared Hayne. Well last time they did get uh well they also got Ashley Taylor from the Broncos. Well, so you mm-hmm. know that's well, a we, loss. We haven't loss. got Nash Taylor for you but you know and the Titans sorry the Cowboys got Opacek, but maybe Kahu's got something in him. <laughs> Can you give him Alex Glenn? Well, that, that one too, like that will happen. It feels like that will happen if Peachy doesn't go up there. Yeah. But I, like, obviously they're saying they're not going to budge. They're going to budge at some point. The Titans are, but they're just looking for something. Yeah. In there, um, it, it would have been if you if they didn't sign Shannon Boyd, I would have put my house on them getting James Tarmel dumped on them. Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just funny when you hear a player say like, "Oh, I built a house in Penrith." It's like, does that house like when did that just suddenly happen? Did that surprise you? <laughs> like, did you build it this year or did you build it a year ago? Like. I've actually just made it this week. Yeah, you just realised then, yeah. And and also, it's one of those things that highlights kind of... I know he took his comments back at one point and whatever, but it highlights fans that understand the, the power agents have. Yeah, we agents, spoke about this earlier this year. Instances, yeah, can sign a contract. They get told, oh, whatever, sign me, get me this much and sign that contract. You know? Yeah. It's like this year, remember when Joel Thompson was on holidays, it broke that he was going to Manly, and he tweeted, I'm not going to Manly, and then he was actually at Manly like two days later. It's like, yeah. oh, because your agent did that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, Peachy's like, oh, I'll get my my agent wherever wherever he sorts, I'll be there. So it's yeah, just a funny one like that. Mm. And and uh, what was the other one? And yeah, clearly we'll see that drama's going to go on. Um, thank God we're not podcasting the rest of that drama because I'm bloody sick of that already. Thank Christ. Um, yeah, that's let's not talk about that anymore. Uh, on to other things I don't want to talk about: South Sydney thirteen, St George Illawarra twelve. Oh, uh, look, Olympic you know, Park on Saturday. It's really night. just. Oh my god, what? Ben Hunt's music. What? <laughs> he's, he's cashing in his not getting a premiership ring. <laughs> yeah. now, now I, oh my god. Now, if I could be bothered, I should have mumble wrapped, put a mumble wrapped song and put in like run it on its last or something. But whatever. That's all right. The thought yeah. was there. Um, I wanted to keep this discussion to the end. I think we'll go back to it, but I was dropping it now. Obviously, obviously, it's dropping like it's Hunt. Obviously, like there was about seven hundred drop it like a ton contenders who wrestled the crown from one another in the last ten minutes of this game. It was Mm. a very good effort. First, it was Alex Johnson, then Robert Jennings, then uh, Cameron McInnes, then Campbell Graham, then Cody Walker, Cody Walker, Cody Walker. That was a that's a big contender. Then Lisa Armel, and then finally Ben Hunt. Yeah, I mean, if if there's one thing that you want in a in a player who you're paying a million dollars a year, you want him to step up, and he did. He stepped up. To get he quite literally like a stepped up, he into stepped the, up into in the, the line. Do you want to do the hunt thing now or the hunt thing later? Uh, we'll do it now. Do no, no, it. Make, make him wait. There's uh, little we'll bury the lead a little. Yeah, let, let's talk about the rest of the game, then we'll get to the last <laughs> moment. It was at the end because so I've, I've, I've actually got a, I've actually got a breakdown of the whole set, so people don't understand. We've got it. a whiteboard. I'm going to do it. We've got a whiteboard. We're going to the whiteboard on audio, Charlie. There is no Peppy Silvio. We'll get there. We'll do it later because let's do the rest of the game first. Great game. Yeah. Look, sometimes. You can tell with Seats if they don't really have it. And I kind of knew in the first 10 minutes it was going to be much harder than we might have thought it was. Mm. I thought the 
I thought the Dragons did a fantastic job on that south left edge, especially on John Sutton, who had a pretty poor game. He missed a tackle on the Hunt try as well. They were up quickly on him basically every time they tried to switch it out to the left, mm. and they couldn't really get it past him. England was held a bit quiet as well. AJ didn't do much. He made that one line break, didn't have anyone in support, mm. and we didn't score off it. Um, and yeah, obviously, and Robert Jennings hardly touched the ball. Yeah, and, and when Ben Hunt was at the Broncos, what I enjoyed most... Like so, when I was most hopeful of him taking over a game or or having a good game was when the opposition were pushing up on his outside, and South kept doing that. Mm. And when he ran that ball and scored that try, I was like, "Oh shit, are we going to get one of like? Is he going to yeah. get one of those games where he scores like two and sets one up?" Because one thing for me anyway, you you don't challenge you to run. He's one of the better, best half running halves in the comp, and he was running quite well early in this game mm-hmm. and, and scored that try and, and looked likely and was getting his hands on the ball a lot. And he nearly and, scored another in the second half. Nearly scored another break. one there. Um, and as they have been doing through the finals, Frizzell and Tarek Sims were exceptional. Frizzell's outstanding. He is. And uh, I know Sims went off after 41 minutes, but he already had, I think, 12 or 13 runs in the first half. As an edge-back rower, that's a, that's a lot of weight you're carrying for your team, but both those guys are getting it done. And whilst the Souths were on top and they were making metres, they weren't really hurting the Dragons in the first half. No. Like, I know, you, you can't really see it on TV. I don't know if you noted at the game, Bungard, as well, but I noted almost every shift, you're like, you can tell straight away, that's not happening. That's not yep. going to work. Because yeah. they weren't leaving guys on the floor. They weren't getting quick play of the balls. And they weren't actually really troubling the, the Dragons' ruck. Even though they were making metres, yep. they weren't making them quickly and pushing the Dragons back. So every single time their line was set, so yep. pretty much every shift you could see, oh, well, they, they're going to stop them here. Yep. And, uh, and then Hunt scored, and I'm like, fuck, they're, gonna, they're really going to, like, this is going to be a grind. Like, they're... South aren't getting this easily. No, they're not. They're not on fire, and it's not coming easily. And and we know, as as we know, it didn't. But that you know, they stayed in the game effectively enough. South did, and you know, your boy Adam Reynolds is. If there's one thing Ben Hunt's good at running the ball, the one thing Adam Reynolds is good at is kicking the bloody thing. Yeah. Forced, forced a couple of dropouts, uh, kicked obviously three field goals, but also set up the line break. He did with with, with his hands. Not and very then, often he'll do that, and then backed so, up the mm. backed up the play on the inside to score the try. Mm. So he actually set up a try for himself there. Yeah. Does yeah, that count as an yeah, assist? It doesn't. No. Angus Crichton gets a try assist. Cool. But Reynolds does get a line break assist. Um, and whilst all three of those field goals are regulation field goals, you still got to kick them. As we yeah. saw on the weekend, you got to kick them. The yep. third one, he threaded it through about 900 sets yeah, of arms. It was he did. Outstanding. Mm. It, it was a yeah, good effort from him there. And it was funny because early, early in the game, I noted I was sitting we're there with Frankie and some, you know, had some you know, friendly South friends around us that were kind of getting in the, in the banter and it was like, noted Reynolds was having those, one of those off nights with his downfield kicking. Mm. He wasn't putting the big swirlers up, you know. No, the there were more end over ends. Yeah, against a storm last week. He had back on a stream putting swirlers up, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought, geez, he's a, he's a little off in that game. But when it mattered, his kicking game came came to the fore, mm. and yeah, just slotted them, slotted them easily. You know, just as calm as you like. Every field goal he took, um, it, it's it's yeah. And I was actually they took it with what ten minutes to go. And ben Hunt tried one with eleven minutes to go for the Dragons. Yeah, I, I was calling for it like fifteen to go, and I, yeah, I've always hated set. this. I've always hated this idea that oh, it's too early. It's like people like. It's not. It's the, same, it's it's the not, same kind of thing as not kicking the first penalty goal. It is. Like why? It, why are you going for a penalty? But, it's because it's three points. Well, yeah. It's not so much that though. Is what I mean is like if it's if it's thirty all, then yeah, maybe kicking a field goal yeah. with the way the game's going, maybe kicking that field it goal was is ten not all, the best. It was ten all but at it's that ten point. All. Yeah. Both teams have only scored one try. Yeah. Like if you kick a field goal here, barring a barring a fuck up, you're probably going to win. Yeah, and you're and sixty-five then they, minutes into the game. Fittingly, Cody Walker had a catastrophic fuck up, which was the only reason the Dragons. Got back ahead. Otherwise, that first field goal would have been enough. Well, that's mm. it. Like uh, as I was saying, same set. I know that's what you're thinking of about 15 minutes, half yep. minutes ago. I was in the bay again, talking to the guys around us, and I said you should kick a field goal here. And everyone's like, "Ah, a field goal!" And they didn't kick the field goal. They turned the ball over, and Hunt attempts it. And again, someone on my right laughs at him. 
So, oh, you've showed your hand there, haven't you, Dragons? It's like, what, the hand of trying to get ahead? The hand you know, of scoring points. In a game where points are at an absolute premium. And, yeah. uh, and the one thing you've got to understand, I think, I think people understand this as well, is that a field goal changes the mentality of the entire game. Yeah. It's very rarely that you kick a field goal and the other team tries to score a try. Honestly, they think about straight away, we've got to level that. That's a great point. And it's forcing, it's like, well, guaranteeing at least to take a shot. If they get it, well, we're still equal. If they miss it, we go on seven. And I called for, again, with people around me, when Charles got down there again, I was like, kick, just kick another. Why not? Just kick another. And the only way they're going to get ahead of you, they've got to score or they've got to kick a, field goal, kick a penalty goal, but they can't, they can't get a field goal. Didn't kick it, and then down the other end it comes. Cody Walker does what he does. But I just, just didn't write South off at that point. What a play it, by Frizzell. That it was, was like six or seven minutes at that point left. I just thought South just... They'd started rolling down the field even more, so I thought they'd at least have another one or two genuine shots. Oh, no, I, I, was, I was hating life. Well, I, I thought, absolutely. The moment he gave that penalty away, I was just like, oh, this is the you worst. Would be hating this us, is obviously. the absolute worst. But I just thought that the way Cam Murray was really lifting late in the game, yep. and, and Damien Cook was really coming to life too, I thought they were making enough solid meters and, and, and troubling South, uh, Dragons after the what middle by the end that they get another year? shot. Well, I think Murray will play on the edge. He's better, I agree, but, but I think he's better at lock. It, but yeah, he, obviously, you've got three Burgoy. Yeah. So, and you. What do you do? And as you know, and as every year passes, there's less likely Sam's going to back on the edge, and he's not yeah, very exactly. effective there anyway. Uh, they'll figure it out. It's a good problem to have. It is. Yeah. It's true. You know, ha- you know. Well, how do we get Cam Murray on the field? There is a vacancy level? there as it well is. with Crichton leaving, but there at is. this point, it seems like we've kept the right guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly right. For obviously much cheaper as well. But yeah, yeah, that you roll back down, and Reynolds keep that next field goal, and then. And for me, yeah. it wasn't necessarily about the fact that Reynolds, like that they were moving so far downfield so easily. It was the fact that. I knew as soon as that they were as soon as they were getting down there, they had been in this situation so many times before in the last few years that they had they knew how to set for a field goal. Well, that's it. Nick. As soon as they they went, you know, third to the middle or third out wide, fourth into the left hand post, ball oh, back, fifth tackle, hit the field goal. As boring as Madge was, that was like switch Madge back on. Yeah, we've all done this before. Yep. let's we've got we've got a set here. We'll make have an effective set and get in a good position and yep. kick it. And you compare how the South set for three so easily. Mm. It looked, as you said, it looks easy. Yeah. Then you go watch, the, you know, the Penrith the other night. How, oh, oh even, ju- even just this Dragons outfit. Like, yeah. this is the first time they've played finals in a while. They haven't necessarily had to play in these high-pressure situations. And last week aside, because obviously they'd blown the game open with 20 minutes play. Yeah. But the Dragons and, and a lot of teams haven't been in this situation and had don't know how to set for these things, yeah. especially in pressure situations. And yeah. it's we, we've talked about it here. We talk about it, you know... Pundits talk about it. Pressure makes diamonds. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the players can't set, if the players don't know how to get to the point to set, if the players don't know, you know, the, the, the few plays before they need to set, that's where it becomes a problem. And that's where, I mean, we go back to the Cleary game. That's mm-hmm. where you have somebody taking a field goal from 56 metres out at 79.45 on the clock. Yeah, and, and this is not trying to criticise Hunt for the missed field goal, but it's, like, it's one of those things. I feel like that moment was a failure of... of System and coaching. Yes. Because there's a reason why he's played over 200 games and not kicked the field goal. It's because he doesn't like those moments. And no. it's okay. Okay. It's okay. I'm not criticizing about that. It's okay. So not everyone likes those moments. Everyone's born to do that. Yeah. And they haven't got another half, so I get Kurt Mann not doing it. But honestly, Zach Lomax, great strike of the ball. Should have popped infield and they should have done the classic double. Should have gone to Hunt, dummied back to Lomax, Lomax yeah. had a crack. Because that's the guy who's. You've already seen Lomax. He's a confident kid already. Yeah. And you've seen that the same thing at the Broncos, right? The last few years in all the all the field goal situations, Hunt never kicked one. Mm. Milford went kicks them, uh, Kau kicked them, Asako kicks them now, and even Boyd's had shots before Hunt because he doesn't like doing it. And that's fine, you, yeah. but you have to figure that out. The team yeah. has to go into the game knowing that when it I comes was, out of that moment, let's have a set play. I was surprised when you said 
Ben Hunt played, what, 210 games over his and no field yeah. goals. Yeah. Here's a surprising one. Adam Reynolds had never kicked the finals field goal before go. well, Saturday he, night. And, well, another fact for you, Ben Hunt missed five field goal attempts in an NYC grand final. That's a lot. So That's too lot. many. Like this, it's a guy who, it, from a young age, has had problems with yeah. that. And it's now he's, you know, he's hit 28 steals and kicked one. Let's, let's set something up. Let's have a system in yeah. place. I honestly don't know how you guys who've supported clubs that have been competent over your lifetimes do this. Because up until last game against Melbourne... Um, in my whole life, Souths had never played a finals game that had been decided by single figures. Yeah, mm. every game of it's every the game worst of finals ever, <laughs> every game yeah. of finals they ever had in 2012, 13, 14, well they got thrashed in 07, but then 12, 13, 14, 15, every single game they either got smashed or won easily. Yeah, <laughs> these last two weeks, get been, put through my Cowboys experience, like, man. Get put in hell, there. I can't. How do you guys do this? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's probably why I wasn't coming host when he's got blitz in the first round. I was like, hey, we need yeah, to put well, up painfully. I, I, as again. I was going to say, as, as I, I think I said last week, it was like, you know, it's better to go out that way and get absolutely pumped in 60 minutes mm. than, you know, f- feel like you want to fucking exactly. drink the town dry afterwards. Yeah, and then um, the Dragons, it comes, it comes to a weird close of the season, right? Because people are giving a real positive spin and it was a really pretty handy final oh, time. This, but was the the, this was their best finish in, what, four years? Yeah, they, well, this is a team that, you know, was the best team in the comp for 16 weeks. Yes. And... Perhaps Mary has learnt something from this, and it came out during the week that he, he did the classic thing of asking players if they wanted to back up after Origin. And obviously, every every sports player ever, star ever, says yes. They don't want to let the team down or whatever, whatever. And that was a mistake, and I think you'll learn from that. And perhaps his finals run has brought him another year there to, to, to learn from that. And, and as we said uh, a few weeks ago when they were on the slide, mm. the only players that he rested were Frizzell, who was carrying an injury, and Armour, who turned up the day before, jet-lagged mm. as fuck. Yeah, and Frizzell's actually come out playing quite good now. Man, he's been so good the last few I don't weeks. know how Tarek Sims is still in the shape he's in because he's been hitting people all season. I said this week on, on, on Twitter with him, I think I remember who I was talking to, it was like, he's like when a SWAT team tries to breach a door. Yeah. He just whacks you like like seven times. He's whacking, yeah. whacking, whacking and then finally, he, he, that's it, well, he cracks Well, this was, this was yeah. to me the battle of the two best, probably best edge for like best sets of edge forwards in the comp, I think, Yeah, in this game. Hmm. And that's, and the Dragons' proficiency on the edges is probably a large part of why South struggled to yeah, score I, points. I do, I do think people have gone too far in, in saying Crichton's had a bad year. It's like, no, he hasn't played as well as last year. Last year, he a, was ridiculously he's good. He's still a good he's been edge fine. player. He's still, yeah. he's still fine, but he's just not the player he was last year. <laughs> he was, for the, when he gave away the offside penalty, mm. for um, which put the Dragons 10-2 up, mm. I was sitting, I, I, my seat was like right in line with the trial line South were defending in the second half. <laughs> he was so offside. Yeah. Yeah. He was about six metres off the trial line by the time the yeah. dummy half touches the ball. Yeah, not great, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he I'm interested, in speaking game. of penalties, I'm interested more wasn't made of the Cody Walker touching the ref. No, nah, look, who gives a shit? He was pushing <laughs> Frizzell. No, seriously, yeah. I, I'm not just saying that because it's a... I did enjoy, I did enjoy Frizzell laughing in his face. That was... I mean, now I can look back it's and reflect yeah. on it. Uh, I tell you what people can miss me with is, oh, why Greg Inglis didn't get a week when Latrell Mitchell did. Oh, those people just understand the system. That's it. They're all, yeah, they're big dum-dums. Mm. And I don't understand. There's a lot of people who work in the game, figures around the game, who don't like re- people being repeat offenders, like getting carryover. Mm. And I, I could okay, I could buy into you not liking that if it was something that sat around. Say it was carryover from last year. Yeah, it was carryover from the prior the prior weekend. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole, like it's just like any time a repeat. It's in all society repeat offenders get punished, and it's like what you're going to get rid of carryover, and then blokes like Sam Burgess just never get suspended despite they just doing do the grapple same tackles every yeah. week and take an early yeah. play. And yeah, he got the exact same grading as the troll. He didn't have any carryovers. It's that simple. He got the same grading, like. Mm. And apparently Tom Burgess trips someone. I didn't see it. Yeah, but, but no, um, tri- no one gets suspended for trips. They, they just get a fine. And, you know, it's just classic. You know, again, GI gets off at judiciary. Latrell doesn't. He's just not GI. Let's just end the comparisons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's tough to argue with that. 
anyway, uh, <sighs> would you like to break down this? Okay. So the final moments. What, what I haven't understood. I thought people, you know, at least Twitter, I thought people on Twitter and, and in general understood footy a bit more than they do. I guess it's like I don't. I, I've been absolutely gobsmacked by the people who think it could be anyone else's fault but Hunt's. What happened at the end? Mm. And you I know, saw a lot of people blaming Kurt Mann. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And and you know, it's Hunt had a good game to that point. Right. His kicking wasn't. It wasn't. You know, he wasn't on, great, on top. but he, he ran great. the ball ran really the ball well. well. Had he some a- nice clearing kicks. He actually was directing the boys around the park. Was on both sides of the field. Played pretty well. Kurt Mann ripped in two in that game. He had a pretty handy game. Ben Hunt did. But this is the moment that mattered, right? This is and, and you know, and again, we've seen before. He didn't step up in this moment, and I don't know what people think. How the set play could be Jack DeBellin's fault or Kurt Mann's fault or anything. It's like, mate, what do you think a halfback does on the field? How mm-hmm. do you think a set play happens? They don't just all of a sudden have three decoys running out of nowhere and then the, half, and the, and the set play is underway. It, a set play is called and set up for generally at least a play the ball or two beforehand. It happens, right? So anyway, I went through and watched all of it again on, on the wide camera, which I'm fortunate to have access, fortunate to, have access to, to, just to go through it. Because people also seem to think that if he went out the back to Jai Field, it was a fantastic play and they were going to go under the sticks, which is, even then, I thought people had seen enough footy to know that a spread on last tackle generally doesn't end up like that. Otherwise, people would run it on the last air all the time from their own half. Anyway, basically, you know, I'll go through, all the, I'll go through the whole set. You're going to be here for a while, people. We've got time. There's no other games. You can listen to it. This is why you're here in the end, isn't it? Anyway, tackle one. Jordan Pereira fields a bomb. 10 metres out on the left-hand side. Gets put down instantly. Regulation tackle one. Uh, tackle two, Dufty gives it to Lafayette, who makes about five metres and, and brings the, the, the back centre field. At this point, Hunt, Hunt is back behind the ruck and he tells Matt Dufty, you can see him direct, to te- take the ball right. So that's already, this is where it starts. That's where the set play is now starting. Hunt's already thinking what's coming next. So he says, go to the right. So next, next, next play, uh, Dufty goes right to Zach Lomax. He goes down the right-hand side. He hits about the hash mark, you know, the first hash, mm-hmm. and gets tackled there. Now, while that play is happening... This is when Hunt has got the boys behind the, behind the ruck. So he's going to the bell and points the bell at the first receiver. You're going there. Grads Lattimore, you're coming here. He's called the play, and then at the back, Jyfield, who's now he's 5'8", by the way, he's telling everyone else, Jyfield's pointing the other boys out. So to set the play up at that play, the ball. Next play, uh, is it go, you get um, Nene McDonald take a, a short dart down the right-hand side again from dummy half, makes about five or six metres, end, ends up about... Oh, no, he, no, he stops there and that's it. That's it, but he's got it all set up there. Now, so what's happening here after this one as well? Now grabs Leeson arm out and he comes, in, comes to his other side. So he's got Leeson as the other decoy. And now where Kurt Mann is, Kurt Mann's the next man out. I don't think people realise that the situation, I don't know if they've watched it again or not, but Kurt Mann's actually playing second row at this point. Hmm. Luciano Lua has gone back off the field. Kurt Mann's playing second row. Joe Field is playing 5'8", and he's sitting on Hunt's left hip in support. That's where Jai Field is. And out on the left-hand side, you've got Lafay and Pereira on the wing there. They're all set up for a set play. Next play, the ball for Zelda takes the ball up the guts, you know, gets tackled 33 metres out. Whilst that play happens, Campbell, Graham, Robert Jennings are dropping back as they do, preventing an early 40-20 attempt. They drop back. Whatever, all basic sets. All set up for a set play. Last tackle starts. We all know what happens now. Last tackle, you know, gets to Jack DeBellin's hands. DeBellin's at first receiver. And uh, Lattimore runs the block play in front of Hunt. The first block play, the ball goes into Bellin to Hunt. And when Hunt receives that ball there, he has Lattimore run a block on his left as well. Hunt has plenty of options, right? He gets that ball there. And that's the whole point of set plays like this. Right? I thought watching the game that they put DeBellin in first receiver just so they could get across the field better. So they get first receiver, DeBellin goes in, gives the ball to Ben Hunt. And when Hunt catches the ball, he has about eight metres to the defence from the defence. So he has an option there is that I thought watching the game, he was there so he'd kick 
from the middle of the field to the right touch left touch line, right footed, you know, sweep back across the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs the ball. We also, you know, so he runs the ball. So then when he runs the ball, he's already decided we're going through the set play. And his options there, once he runs the ball, his options are his, his lead runner on the, running an unders line. Kurt Mann's running an unders line because he's the second rower running the unders line. Jai Field, he's out the back support. Or the other option is him running. The main three options are that. There's him running it, hitting his, his short man or hitting the guy at the back. It's a standard sweep play, standard you know, uh, block play. We've all seen 15, 30 times every week in the, every game in the NRL. The other miracle this play could have possibly tried is an over-the-top pass to Tim Lafay, or maybe even a chip through to the winger or to Lafay because Campbell Graham would drop back. But again, like you're not trying that miracle when the score's level. Yeah, they're like 1% plays at this point. So yeah, he takes on the line, goes to the line. When he gets really close to it, he hits Kurtman with a short ball. Kurtman hits the line, gets tackled. We all know that happens. Mm. Kurtman has the ball in his hands for like half a second. Kurtman has no chance to offload. Like, he does it. He's running, again, he's a second rower. His entire job on that set play is to run the unders line. And if you don't want an unders line is people, unders and overs is like inside and outside. So unders line is he running back underneath the inside defender. So the inside defender has to turn back. That's the whole, the unders line is supposed to bring Dane Gagai's body back infield to bring out, open up space. So he runs the unders line and that's what creates the option at the back. We've all seen this play, you know, maybe if you watch rugby league last year, he's seen this play 3,000 times. Honestly, the Cowboys do it like 40 times a game. He hits Kurt Mann, Kurt Mann gets tackled, they hand it over. And I don't know how people in their right mind somehow think it's Kurt Mann's fault no. because he's coming back infield running an unders line. It hits him in the chest, he hits the defensive line. He is next to Hunt's left shoulder when he receives that ball. Like, he's coming back under. So what the alternatives that could have happened in that play is he goes at the back is you've got Jayfield sweeping, you then have uh, Lafay and Jordan Pereira at the back. And people seem to think, there's another theory people out there think after blaming Kurt Mann, is that actually, well, what if Hunt got at the back? It was the right call to a set play because Jayfield's under the sticks. Well, no. <laughs> the only reason why Dagai, Gagai bites infield is because the ball goes to, it goes to Kurt Mann. And the reason why Hunt went short is, again, because Ben Hunt's read the play. He knows it's not on at the back. Because what happens at the back is, if it goes to Jai Field, yeah, it might go down the left sideline, but if they go out the back, Gagai's read it, Gagai slides off, the touchline is another defender, Campbell Graham is only about 15 metres further back, he's already come forward because they started running, obviously. Yep. He's come forward, and Alex Johnson is about 20 metres away. I've looked at all the wide vision, whatever. Yeah. So if they pass it there, at best, they're man on man, with maybe something on maybe, but the, the risk there is that if you pass it there, you get tackled over the sideline, or... You know, the, the, most, the most likely outcome if they pass it there was like they make 15 metres get tackled or they make 15 metres kick it back infield and hope. That's the most likely outcome. And the reason why Hunt didn't do that is because, firstly, it's quite clear he didn't think it was last tackle to me. Yeah. That was my thought as well. And, yeah. and secondly, that's it. He read the play. He's like, okay, they didn't, they didn't bite. I'm going to hit the, short, the, guy, the guy with a short ball. I'm going to keep going. So what he does, hits a short ball, and then if you, if you watch it again, you'll see he hits man and mincely wraps around him. Yeah. Because in his head, in, this is what I believe anyway. I agree. He's going to kick it. He's going to then go down the short side, kick it into touch. I also down the ground. Are, That's you, it. are we sure? Because Kurt Mann doesn't even try to throw a desperation ball at the back. I don't think no, he knew it was I don't, th- I don't think any of them. Well, knew. I, I know a few did because a few ah, of them put their yes, hands yes. on their head when, as soon as it happens, as soon as Hunt passes it. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. If the guys on the left edge knew it, but yeah, he like Kurt maybe Mann they didn't, didn't think it, it was because the set play had been called. Well, probably didn't. Or they just, they've, all, they've all messed it's it up. Really bizarre mm-hmm. way for a game. And then, of course, like, but, get the ball. But Adam Reynolds, you know, bang. It's nobody else's fault in that situation. Unfortunately, they all should know the tackle count. Yes, they should. But Ben Hunt's the one in charge. Ben Hunt, when you go into that game with Kurt Mann in the halves, who wasn't at the halves at this point, get Ben Hunt is the guy. 
He's steering the team around. He called the set play three tackles earlier. He played the short ball. He didn't know it was tackle five. It's him. It's unfortunate, people, but it's okay to say it, that's his fault and he had a good game. But it's okay to admit yeah. it's his fault. It, I don't know why people can't just accept that. It's, it's quite weird a guy who's happily hung out for the drive for three years for, that, for the 2015 grand final has like half the rugby community now trying to blame everybody else but him. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, and the, and the point that you make about not being able to play, whether it's over the top or out the back, like to, to chip in behind or whatever we were to looking yeah. at doing. Like the point that you make about Johnson is, Johnston was, by the time Mann was tackled, probably t- 10 metres behind the defensive line. Like if forward. he goes through, he, they just get tackled. That's, it. Like that, well, that's why they didn't make, play at the back, because again, none of the South defenders had, had bit, bit on the play. Yeah. So, you know, that, there was nothing on. Gagai would just slide out one, and even if they get past Gagai, mm. then it's... Maybe they've, they've got two on one left, and then Johnson comes across. It's like, yeah. it's pretty unlikely they score. Obviously, what, out of what happened, obviously, at the back is much better getting tackled 15 metres downfield. But yeah, like, you know, it wasn't on. People seem to think it was an automatic try if they went out the back, and it just Which wasn't. Which is bizarre. What, getting the ball on, on the wing 60 metres away from yeah, the try? When you've brought in no, sunk, drawn in no defenders, yeah. and the, wing, the winger and. Both wingers and fullback are back because, like, again, I, I just don't understand. Like, people, have you watch you you watch this game, but are you watching this game? Because it's like obviously when they break through, as any other break on last tackle happens, the winger and fullback go forward, and where's the other winger go? He sweeps. He's coming across. Like, there's there's numbers, and even in this play in the background again, Cody Walker's on his bike already. Mm. Like the, the the whole team is sweeping. Like, know what's happening? Like, yeah, like that's the whole that's what we talk about consistently with shifting defense. Like you're you're all move. I know that you turn to turn shoulders in and out and all that kind of stuff, but like, it's not. Rocket science, like they're all shifting across to number up, and then the players who are out the back are shifting across as well to cover. Bizarre end, bizarre, bizarre end. And obviously they turned over in their half, and it was just like, oh, by the way, and again after the game, all South players went up and hugged Ben Hunt. What do you think they're doing that for? Because again, they know he did it. Everyone who understands the game remotely knows it's his fault. But other people keep seeing me trying any way to blame anybody else. It's Mm. like he called that play, he ran that shape, he did it, he threw that pass. There's a reason why people are all hugging him. I was at the game and and then obviously had to get home. And then Mm. I obviously am not on social media anywhere near as much as I once was. But where are these... Who's defending him? A lot of dragons. A lot of people have even got a question today. Like, why didn't Kurt Mann not pass, for example? People like... It's really been... It's like people haven't gone back and watched it again and mm. it's been morphed into... It's Which is fine. Like, but fine. I'm not oh, expecting fine. everybody to go back and watch it, yeah, but it's, as you say... like, well, you... That's why I'm explaining it. Even though I sound like a dick doing it, which I'm going to sound like a dick doing it. You said that he had a good game, which is true, and that this play was his fault, which and, it was. And that Both point of those that you make about The they point can. that you make about man is like... Uh, you watch it back. I don't know. As I said, I'm not expecting people to watch every game four times. But like, even when you watch that, as soon as as soon as he went to man, I just went, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, that's it's, set turn it, That's like over. blaming Gavin Cooper when Thurston hits him short. Yeah. Not being able to, not be able, if there's an overlap back. And Why didn't Gavin Cooper, Cooper get go... tackled to getting hit short? Like, well, mate, it's not Cooper's fault he got the ball. Yeah. His entire job in that play is hit the unders line, draw defenders, or receive the ball. Yeah. Like, that's that's the whole thing, you know? And it, man did his job. Yeah. As as I said to you guys uh, pre, pre-pod, like, the, mm. it felt to me like everything in this game had to go right for the Dragons to win. And I know that Sims going off was a big part of like mm. the, the the lack of run, but mm. like especially obviously in the second half. But it was so so close, it and was. I think that's the thing that kills you. Is, is it's it is it's the hope that kills you, and it's not necessarily that South kicked three field goals and yada yada yada. It's that the Dragons had the game there in their hand to win, could have gone further ahead, yeah, could have could have kicked field goals, yada yada yada, but. 
it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. Everything had to go right, and it so nearly did. Yeah, and I, and I know Lisa Armour's play in a vacuum is probably much worse. Running like oh. a Superman. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah, but, but because but, it didn't cost them the game. But also that happens sometimes. Players get stripped. It's like I don't think I've ever but, mate, seen put someone two, two hands on the ball. You, the South were trying oh, to strip yeah, on definitely. the first three players. And also there was, a, was just, there was a strip earlier in the game. <laughs> there was a strip two yeah. minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I, I, it's seeing like. I don't think I've ever seen anything like a team just calling a set play like this. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, the least I'm out thing is terrible, but it's like, I've never seen something like how it happened, how the game finished. It, it it's like they took me- a knee and accepted they were giving them possession. Was, was, it, that, was it the Colts that did this against the Patriots? Yeah, that terrible... That's, that's, that's really terrible bad. Special, it was the like swinging that. gate or whatever yeah. it's like, Why have we called this? Oh, we're going to do it anyway? We're doing it. And we did just it. snap the ball to and this guy yeah. who literally has no one And as you say, like, Lattimore puts his hand on his head as soon as they get tackled. Yeah. He's been sent off. No, just one man's no, opinion. No, I but, nearly but, put Campbell Graham in a wheelchair. Though. No, <laughs> look, you know, oh, actually, no, it should be Sinbin. At like least, legit, yeah. like what has this? I'm, I'm, ha, yeah. Was that Sinbin for foul play rule? Like, if that's not that, what's it for? Yeah, it's because not that like, was that was horrible. It wasn't like he got done contesting the kick either. He just went and cleared him up. He looked, he just ran at the man. Yeah, cleared, like, yeah. it was awful. I agree with that one. That should have been a Sinbin. Hey, look, yeah. if, uh, if Corbin Sims was another Sinbin last week, it's a very valid point. Yeah, I'm here uh, for valid points. That's mm, what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, you know, it's it's just unfortunate people, but you just can't. There's no one to blame anyone but Ben Hunt and that. And that's anyone, all the coaching stuff. Everyone there knows it, that Ben Hunt did that, and that's whatever. It's unfortunate, and they'll be back next year. And I feel like they'll learn a lot from this season and probably rest yeah. some of those rep players. And yeah. luckily, they they learned something without having Widdop and Vaughan like a go this far. Maybe they'll give them belief next year. And, and, and as you say, like the, the, the whole point about next year is that Hunt especially, and I know the, the dropping the ball on the the kick thing. Well, see, that happens. Though, that right? happens. This is the worst mistake in dropping the ball. You, knock, the you knock the ball on. We said it We said it last week. If we didn't think that intentional happens shouldn't happen, intentional yeah. things shouldn't happen, we wouldn't have penalties and we wouldn't have yeah. forward passes. But like, he's going to think about this every day. Yeah. And until pre-season. Well, he said that, I guess he said it for three tackles. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a lot of decision-making that I can have wrong. Kickoffs can get dropped. And uh, and Widdop going off, obviously, against the Broncos was, was pretty yeah. killer. But, like, you know, you can, you've got to play with a cattle that's out on the park. Well, obviously, it's a massive loss. He yeah. most likely takes a field goal shot if he's out there, for yeah. example. Most, you know, I almost guarantee it. But that's mm. just not how it happened. And, you know, all year they had a great combination and things fell apart. Injuries ended the year, killed the dragon season. But, yeah, it's just unfortunate. This is how it ended. But, you, know, you can probably hold your head up a little bit about how it ended. Yeah. At least you won a finals game. You won in Suncorp for the first time in 10 odd years and you, and you went out swinging. And I know it, it, it hurts being up. At Campbell Graham. Yeah. It up, hurts being up six, six minutes ago, whatever it was, Sorry, five boys. minutes ago. But. Uh, Souths won the NRL Boom Rookies mini bracket they, they portion did. of the finals. Unlucky. Alrighty. We'll move and, on to uh, the prelims. Look, oh, yeah, first time three field goals since Jason Taylor in a final. 1993. 97. Good for They lost. Yeah, that's they lost the best 21-33. That's the best part. So does that mean that in 10 years, uh, someone's going to punch Adam Reynolds in the face? Let's hope not. Mm. <laughs> uh, Adam Reynolds is the coach. Can, can, you, look, can, you seriously, like, can you take a coach that short seriously? Like, honestly. Like, there's a whole thing hey, around the world. Who like, made a grand final? But as a, yeah, I but where is he now? Just admit you forgot Jeff Tuvey and we can move on. I didn't forget that. He's also the angriest man alive. It kind of makes up for it. That's a fair point. But there's a reason why the average height of a CEO is like six foot three. Like, I mean, Adam Reynolds, he ain't doing any coaching off his career, I tell you that much. Alrighty, we'll move on to the prelims. Friday night at Edwin Flackfield in Melbourne. Melbourne versus Cronulla Sutherland. Another instalment of the budding rivalry that these two teams have. Quietly probably become... It's up there in rivalry. It's probably third behind Broncos, Cowboys, and Roosters South. Mm. I don't even, think, I don't even think that they, they're. I, I don't even think that Melbourne are Cronulla's biggest rivals. 
No way, dude. This is this is this is a rivalry. There's genuine hatred between these there two is. teams. But do you think it's just a team thing or a club thing? No, it's a team thing. I feel like this yeah. might be a hatred. This, won't, thing this will fizzle years. out in a few years. You're yeah. right. But right now, these two teams. Hate do. Each I'm other. trying to think Fair of any ones that can, like right currently that are like that, and I I don't. Ash Taylor versus playing football. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. Um, uh, yeah, I'll give it to accountants. you. I'll give it to you. Thanks. That's, Thank you. Appreciate stuff. it. Good for you. Give me a tip. Give me a tip. So we got Amy. They're at Edmund Fuckfield. I want to do uh, it. Melbourne, are, Melbourne just, are very short favourites for this one. Yeah, yeah. They're big favourites. Um, Gallon is huge out, obviously. Wade Graham, obviously not playing. That makes it really Gallon's, hard. Gallon's been named. We should, yeah, yeah, we should make that clear. Look, the Sharks would never inject someone with a substance to help them play through an injury or to perform better. So, um, so if, Gallen, if mind, Gallen goes out, Woods goes to lock. Yeah, someone, one of them starts. Like, See, Yamana Fanai goes onto the bench, maybe. Yeah, or Joseph Paulo, perhaps. Paulo as well. they, they'll be using Paulo before Yamana Fire this year. I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I'm not sure. And Melbourne, uh, just because. Just because I like Gallon's not going to be one hundred percent, and no way Graham. So I think uh, yeah. just gives them. I think that was the Cronulla's strength in this game was the forwards, and if they're not going to have two of their best, it, forwards. it's hard to win three finals games in a row. Well, anyway, we'll play three in a row. Sorry, and you know, come out on top in the last one. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, well, you've got at Storm, you've got back a Sofa Solomona and Will Chambers, which is which is quite big for them too. And they had a Sofa Solomona is such a massive deal. It is, and they've had two weeks to prepare. And I understand this. This Sharks team knows how to play them quite well. Mm-hmm. Well, I just feel like. Just, this, this is where it is a prelim, and I know we, you know sharks fans probably like us not tipping at this point. <laughs> they seem to win, but we don't tip them. But yeah. I feel like it's a hard task. I'm but... Say Melbourne by four. Yeah. Uh, are Cronulla going to be intimidated by the crowd that's going to be over the road? <laughs> <laughs> well, rugby league fans are. Some yeah. residual noise from the MCG might rattle. Could, them. Who, who was it? The Falcons that pumped noise into their stadium? That sounds like a thing a lot of the NFL teams do, but yeah. I think it was the Falcons. Surely right? they can just pump some. Some sound in from the AFL. Pump that st- Stephen Bell cowbell st- through the microphone. <laughs> yeah, with balls. goals. <laughs> just, ball. just, just ball. That would throw me off by the rugby league. Man. I was like, "What the fuck are these blokes doing?" But yeah. Lewis, I mean, I'm, I'm very keen on this game though. Like, I know it, they generally yeah. they get out of control. Generally, I'd hate to referee it, but I'd hate to be refereeing. Who's refereeing this game? Who knows? And they're both two teams. Like, you can't blow all the penalties. Like, they're both two teams that like. Give well, this was the ga- this game. was the game. This was the catalyst for that ridiculous yeah. agenda against referees. This was this game. It was like. 20, 26 penalties or something, and Cam Smith got sinbinned. It was yeah, great. That's it. Like it, I, I don't understand how a game where Cam Smith got sinbinned was a catalyst a for, for an anti-ref. anti-ref I, but this Neither is pretty much the, f- like the first time in, in weeks and weeks and weeks the Storm have had their full strength forward pack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They starting Glasby. I hope uh, not. Yeah, they are. But I think I don't know if Nas will start. Do you know what though? Cronulla beat them twice this year. Mm. So. And they Cronulla won the also Melbourne beat a few Newcastle twice this year. And That's true. What are, where are they? Where are they? Yeah, yeah. Good, well yeah. said. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm here for but your uh, facts. Yeah, it's, I'm very keen on this matchup, and it's just going to be interesting to see that if they have gone out, how they're going to use their forward rotation. You know, mm. you know, does Luke Lewis end up coming in playing some middle? I don't think so. Or you know, is it who comes onto the bench? Or is Fafita doing those games where he plays like seventy minutes and just all over the just all over the shop? Yeah. Possibly that. You know. Yeah. They don't really lose any mobility without Gallon, at least. At least they're not a team that relies on a mobile. You know, you know, some teams have a mobile block or something similar. They're not going to lose like, that. They'll slip. The, front the bloke is a sentient thumb. Let's be he honest. Is. Mm. Uh, give me Melbourne by give eight. Melbourne. Okay. Uh, we move on to Saturday evening, the last game at Moore Park. It's Eastern Suburbs versus Souths. Uh, this is going to be fun. Yes, it is. Um, if there's one thing that I love, it's kick returns, and both of these teams are good at them. Muse on that. 
Souths, uh, I mean, they're going to have Greg Inglis and Latrell Mitchell is not, not going to be there. So we're not going to have that age-old comparison, unfortunately. <laughs> Who who kicks for uh who kicks well, for the Takiaho? Takiaho, it might be Ferguson. Yeah. No, Takiaho. Takiaho, think, but I don't know how fit he is. After exactly, that. so it and might, then be, it might be Fergo. And uh, yeah, which could could prove the difference in a tight contest. It could. Um, look, we didn't come through two wars to just fall 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 at this hurdle. Well, two two wars is generally a bad thing coming mm. in this kind of contest. But I actually don't think you got hurt last. No. Week. You you were dragged down. I don't think you were getting pushed around the park. Yeah, like they had, had the ma- Souths had. They were still running downhill and had the majority of the ball. Yeah. They weren't tackling their asses off like. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't getting smacked. No. So, but um, I don't know. Like I had, uh, I I thought I had a read on this mm. matchup a week ago, but I just think that, like the Roosters had two weeks off. It's it's mm. that's always an advantage. But um, no Napa, no Mitchell is huge though. It is. Oh, I think no Napa is almost a good thing for them at this, at this point. No, been playing the last. The only reason months. I disagree with that is because I agree that he's been poor, but he's always good against South. For he's very reason, true. Does, so. Well, he does fight. I mean, I guess in a finals game, if you got his head switched on like he does in Origin or something, he can maybe make a difference. I'd say his there's head a certain is trio issue, of brothers so. who are going to be very happy that Dylan yeah, Napa's right. not playing because they're like the perfect height for his his, his spearing into people because yeah. like they, he hits underneath their ribs with it, with that with that diving yeah. action. Um, look, I don't know. I just. I saw a few people saying that, oh, Souths can't beat the Roosters now with that performance on the weekend, which is obviously a very silly way of looking at things. It is. They um, think that performances have carryover points. Yeah, I know. It's, it's bizarre. And it's, and it's um, no doubt Souths haven't been what they were five or six weeks ago. They've had a bit of a lull now, but again, it's it's one of those things It feels like at some point that left edge is going to click. They're back playing together. It's going to click. Well, yeah. I mean, the one of the first games this year where I was like, hey, you know what? This team's pretty darn good. Was in round six against the Roosters when they... Absolutely torched them. Mm. Completely blew them off the park. At this stadium. The last time they played them there. And this will be the last time they play them here ever, Dale Roots. That is correct. And it's time, you know? It's it's time to exercise 25 to 30 years of getting thrashed basically every time. Getting beat 66-0 on Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Is it? Our first game back from reinstatement, getting pumped 42-6 to six or whatever it was. I, I voted. 15 years without I voted beating them. No. We will get the last laugh. Give me the chooks. Souths by Taking South. eight points. Taking Souths by uh, under six. But uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see uh, Mitch Orbison line up on GI. But uh, would have been nice. Guy's Maybe Dan Gagai will play well. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, that, that's that's a big. It's not even like Latrell's a big out. It's the fact that I don't think the replacement is. You know, he's, he does a job. Orbo does, but you want more than does a job in a finals game. Bold prediction: We will see some Madison at centre at some point. You reckon? Yeah. Oh god! Just <laughs> then, one um, hands. But yeah, I, I do think that um, whilst Roy Hargreaves has had a decent year for him, and they've got back on, I do think that the, the South Pack will roll in this. I feel like I know Sam's had a yeah. bit of a final series, but the, the Twins are still just going. Tom's been at standing. Tom's been, he and was great last the, week. This week, poor Rabs, by the way, because both Twins. I don't know if you guys saw shaved their heads. So, well, that's yeah, good. George's no hair was terrible. No good. Yeah, but at least you could tell them apart. Rabs is in big trouble. Well, well what he, if what if he puts a headgear back on? He's, true. Bring it back. He's a little fatter, George is these days. He's also wearing. Oh, maybe numbers. that's why he shaved it because he had like got, had to have stitches or something, and then no. Tom shaved his out of solidarity. That's good. That's maybe cute. he just maybe shaved, that's what happened. That maybe he shaved his head because he he <laughs> felt he felt. Maybe that's, that, maybe that's what happened. I don't you know. know. He, he had the what do they call it when twins feel things? He felt. The oh, razor. Um, I know what like, you're talking oh, about. But God help Twin magic or something. Twin magic. That's the official science term. And um. That, uh, Check that out on ABC Kids. Yeah. Look, and then the second time they played each other a few weeks ago, I thought South should have won. And if Alex Johnson didn't pull his hamstring in the first minute, they probably would have won. Yeah. So, um, so you I, know think, what? I think it's going to be like these are two. Obviously, I don't want I don't want the Roosters or Sharks in the grand final. So obviously, if you listen long enough, you know I don't like those two sides. 
But um, these are two fantastic matchups. Getting yeah. helping two rivalries in this situation is, is great stuff, and it probably eases a bit bit of tension for South and Roosters fans not having to meet in the grand final. I'm very I, happy. Yeah. If we lose a prelim, whatever, like it'll, I'll forget about it in a couple of weeks. If we yeah. lost yeah. a grand final to them, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't I know how that feels. A, as a as a fan, it's as a fan, it's it's so much easier to lose a prelim. As a player, supposedly it's the worst. <laughs> really? Yeah, you never get the grand final day. No, good point. You don't get that whole pump up or anything. Yeah. So there, is that worse, is it? That's very interesting. Mm. For a player. There you go. Where did you uh, read that? What? Where did you read that? Uh, Internet? Just oh. just around <laughs> in okay, books I read. Just, Several I was books. just curious. It wasn't an accusation. Uh, just before we move on, mm. uh, Queensland Cup grand final this weekend, Red, Redcliffe versus East. The great man. Yeah, Adam Mogg boys, boys are getting this done. They've been the bridesmaid a bit recently. They've had like three or four years of getting in there. That is and they're taking this great man he thinks is Dave Tyrrell, but I jumped on back of it with Adam Mogg's boys. You're an absolute grub. <laughs> Dave Tyrrell's in a grand final, and that is the most important rugby league story yeah. of the week. Uh, and the other important rugby league story, Dale can't watch the New South Wales Cup grand final because both teams are in blue. Newtown versus <laughs> Canterbury. <laughs> Does it happen? Does it actually happen when you're looking at uh, it? It's just going to be several heads bobbing around. Uh, so, Sharks, big players... Missing the New South Wales Cup Grand Final, potentially. So, that's it. Yeah. A um, well, New t- like, Newtown have been the form team last few weeks. They so have. I think I'm, I'm taking them. Surprised taking, uh, taking surprise Canterbury beats St. George. But anyway. And, uh, we, Brisbane, c- Brisbane in the box seat to win the women's NRL, Mitchell. Yes. Yes, they, they are. Look by I, would, look, I, would, I wouldn't have called it the box seat, but look, you're yeah. the, uh, <laughs> oh, well, you're the linguist around but, uh, here. But if we get a Jets versus Dolphins uh, uh, Interest Super Cup final. Sorry, the uh, Well, it's called Reserve Grade Super Bowl. Please get it right. Forget one of that. Yeah, that's kind of two of the, you know, the... They're the old, they're the old stages. Throwbacks. Yeah, the throwback teams. You know, two of the teams have been around Are the Toowoomba Clydesdale still a thing? They're not. They're, no. They're, they're, okay. they're, that's, they're, they're, look, I'll be honest, that's a disgrace. They're uh, now well, like the Western Mustangs. Do you remember when the first time they were trying to bring a Gold Coast team back in, like, I think 2003 or four? Yeah. They called them the Dolphins? Yeah. And, and then the Redcliffe were like, whoa, whoa, hang, excuse me. hang on. Well, they are the bigger Queensland club. They are. Yeah. 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 Queensland. I mean, they're still bigger than yeah. the Titans. So I agree. Uh, yeah, as you were saying, women's premiership, uh, the, the Chooks got done by the Broncos and the Dragons dusted the Warriors. Yeah, so I think the Roosters need to win and hope the Broncos beat the Warriors to get But it's also a points difference then too, Yeah, Because right? yeah. the, the Dragons racked up a decent points difference. Yeah. If the, the Dragons win, they get... Oh, if the Dragons and the Warriors both win, I think it's... If the Dragons and Warriors both win... on the Sunday after. Yeah, If the Dragons and Warriors both win, I think it's just who won, who wins by more. I think Dragons are slightly better for it. It's like two or three, four points yeah. or something like that. And the Roosters need a lot to go their way. Yeah. 0 from 2. But that, that, it's a, a big effort for someone to beat that Broncos side. They, look, they cool. look pretty sharp. It's like the early days of the NRL. It's just like the Broncos having an entire rep team just <laughs> roasting everyone. <laughs> we post half of New Zealand on this yeah. one too. But. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi-Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. News time. There's no news we've covered at all. <laughs> we covered most of the news, but uh, big news is Ethan Lowe might be going to lead. So Ethan Lowe, I'm saying Sean Fenton. Going that to would be big news. There you go. There you go with uh, apparently David Ferner. Will Nick Campton follow him? Possibly. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. But yeah, Cowboys confirmed releasing like half their team. Kane Linnett, Lachlan Coates, Sean Vansom, Sam Hoare, Josh Chudley. Hang on, let's, let's stop, stop. Start from the start. Let's go through, could any of these guys end up at another NRL team or is England their best bet? Kane Linnett? I think Super League. Yeah, I, I think Super League as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone signed him as like that next centre. Yeah, you know, next, next drop. Uh, Lachlan Coates. 
Yes, Super League or yes, no? I think yeah. he'll get. I think he'll. I think he could catch on somewhere. Yeah. Again, you wouldn't mind him as a backup. No, that, you know, he could play like the Michael Gordon role for the Roosters a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, f- I feel. I feel like he'd get up in England though. If, if I'm him anyway, I'd rather probably enjoy being good for a few more yeah, years. I'd yeah, I cha- chase games. Uh, Sean Fenton will not yeah. be on there. Sam Hoare, reserve grade. Yeah. Uh, Josh Chudley, he's a he was a boom rookie a few years ago. Remember that? Hooker, yeah, I remember that, him. the hooker. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been injured two years, so Q Cup stalwart, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle Labert. He was at five uh, eight. Who played blonde guy? Played like one game. Oh, like him. Yeah. Q Cup. Yep. Yeah. Sean Hudson. Q Cup. Yeah. That's it. What, what an exciting thing. Oh, Tom Wright. The uh, the there union. You go. Yeah, yeah. The union player he, league stole. Gone, gone back, back to gone union. Back to union. <laughs> the Brumbies. <laughs> Thanks, years. champ. Good shift. Big, big win for for union. About Huge. Time there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But that's it. The rest of the news we already covered. Haven't haven't the Brumbies been through enough recently? Have they? Yeah. Oh. Israel Folau, the union podcast. Now. Mate. Now, easy. Oh, f- that could have been Drawable Like a Sign. That could have been. If if we were a cross-sport podcast, that would be, what are they, the worst of the worst yeah. on the not top 10? That would be the worst of the worst for the next six months. I actually don't know months. if you watched any NFL this week, Dale, because there was a lot of boneheaded yeah. plays. Israel Folau dodged Bernard Foley like it was modern theology. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Did. Dodged him. My beliefs. Dodged him like he was the theory of evolution. <laughs> Get out of here. Exactly right. <sighs> The so Earth's 2,000 years old. Why is it not be memed up already? Like someone who's doing the dummy and like, why is it not be... Hey, we'll get your meme game lifted. I don't know. <laughs> it's, ru- it's rugby, mate. Speaking it of is. meme game, D-Roots after the Saturday game. Top yeah. shelf. Mary McGregor and J.R. Smith Hunt. Oh, come here. <laughs> that was good. I'm not going to let you in behind the curtain, but I had a little help. Oh, professional Wow. Help. All right. Well, you know, the help was me. Have you been taking professional help for PEDs for your memes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're PSDs. <laughs> Well, that's us here. That we're done here. Wow, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Can we just end the podcast on that? Are you serious? Yeah. We're gonna have many questions. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. We got Bang. you an hour, by the way, with two games. Yeah, well, and and no Harry. No Harry. Good on us. Yeah. Imagine if Harry was here. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you about the second game that was played at the <laughs> SFS. <laughs> Shout out to Harry though. Did make a video package today Mate. about the SFS and so. uh, and a bit of a shout out. Gave us a little cheeky, yeah, yeah. cheeky subliminal mention. Nice stuff. Yeah, go, go, give him some clips, people. Get get on their Fox Sports video page. Please give him some clips. Only Harry. Employ the no man. Anyway, anyway, Mario Siegs. He said that Hunt play comes off. Of, he was comparing it to the Joey play '97. Is it possible it was a good play? And it was fucked up by the idiot he passed. The it Joey play '97 was ten meters out from the try line. Yeah, and and also it was like a scattered defensive line. It was brilliant, you know, whatever. It was anyway, night and day. And uh, as I've already addressed, no, it's not the idiot he passed it to. The guy who received the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that. It's like I just said to Bungard in between our question time. Spoiler alert: We stopped for about three seconds. Anyway, God, so like, blaming, hang on. Let's not let them too far behind the curtain. Ben man is like blaming. Say last play at the Super Bowl or something similar. There's a receiver open downfield. A running back's run a check down route. So he's standing next to the, you know, short of the sticks next to the quarterback, ten yards away. And the quarterback looks downfield and thinks, "Nah, we've got another down, don't we?" So I'm going to kick it. Yeah, no, he just throws it to the guy over there. Who, and then blaming the guy who catches the ball. You know, mm-hmm. that's no. a pretty good analogy. I'm going to get sacked. Yeah, that's it. Huh. Um, Corey Goats. Oh, who rivals Ben Hunt in the worst clutch players of all time category? Any sport is fine, and have have to be sorry, be similar perceived skill. So, in other words, a, a good player or a rep player, or a highly paid player who underperforms in those moments. Yeah, I don't know. Any sport? Wow. Any well, sport? Um, okay, so one person responded to LeBron James, and I want to kill him. Block it. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Block that person. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Oh, he said it's someone else's tape, but he still put it out there. Have you seen LeBron well, James's numbers in games they've lost? It's it was a narrative fucking... after oh. the Dallas series years oh. ago, but no, no. I'm angry. This is... Block <laughs> yeah, him. Block him. Serious. Block, him. Okay. block whoever, that's, whoever said that. Whoever said um, 
Who is there? This is good stuff. Uh, uh, Bernard Foley in, in, uh, for the Wallabies. You, you've lost me. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. You've straight up lost Terrible. Me. Just kick the thing through the sticks. It's all you're good at and just put it through there. Uh, was it, it, was it Jane Saville? Uh, race walker? She did bottle it. Big, big bottled it on the way into the, state, oh, yeah. the stadium. Yeah, they'll cheat. <laughs> yeah, you got done for cheating. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, can you... I think of like um, football bottlers, like World Kevin Cup. Durant was one for a while, mm-hmm. big time. Then he, but he's not anymore. But he was one in, in the clutch. Oh, what are we doing? James Harden. James Harden. What oh yeah, doing? there you go. Playoff James Harden. Yeah, bad. Um, there was a, a false narrative that Chris Paul was like that too, but I don't believe that one. I, I think he's. I yeah. think he's all right. Yeah, see, it's hard. A lot of sports. There's not the opportunity for. Yeah, the like Messi's moments. not good for Argentina, but he's done so many clutch things for Barcelona. Like a million that... things. Basketball is opportunity every week for clutch moments. Almost yeah. that's it. Uh, NFL is obviously like if you're not clutch, you end up out of the league pretty quickly. Like if you fail a couple of you know if you can't chase, you end up you know there's not many quarterbacks hanging around who's terrible at that. No, that's very true. You know. Oh, and then you're what are we doing? Matt, Matt Ryan. What are we doing? Yeah, oh, yeah we're doing. Yeah, of course. Sorry, that should have been the first yeah, answer. It's terrible. Let's, let's, we'll edit the post. Yeah. We won't, but we'll just yeah. let people know we wanted to. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Just, just okay. clip it here, boys. That's, that, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, Shutter 86, what's the next Aussie football trend to take America by storm after Michael Dixon thrilled and confuse Americans with both his Flick passes. Can uh, you imagine? Not getting concussions. Interesting. Good, good shout. <laughs> take your pads off and your helmet off. I've actually always wondered why they don't offload. I mean, I, I know, know why. I know why, but still. Cowards. Sometimes... There's like an easy play if you just, you know, just pop it yeah. out the back. I was wondering why they didn't put short dropouts up if they've got Michael Dixon. But then uh, Ando reminded me you can call fair catches off kickoff. So they can't, they can't contest right. that. Yeah, good call. Um, which if people don't know fair catch is uncontested. It's a mark. It's a mark. But yeah, honestly, the one they should take is get rid of the pads and the helmet. The way they're getting to the point it's ridiculous what, they, what they're calling for protecting people. Like the Clay Matthews penalty this week in the Packers game is the, the worst rough in the past I've ever seen. Mm. You might ever see. I don't know what else you're supposed to hit him, but yeah. it's like, if you want people to stop treating their bodies like human missiles, take away the rest of the missile. My problem is that the uniforms look so cool. They do. It looks cool, but it's like, in the end, if you want guys to stop launching their heads and stuff at other people, yeah. make them think about launching their head at people. Yeah. Outside of Dylan Napa, there's not many people over here who use their heads as missiles. Because, no. you know, same thing, like, you know, in the NFL, say stopping Rob Gronkowski, for example. If you look at him, you've got pads on, he's got pads on. He's twice my size. I can't hit him high. Can't hit him in the waist. I can't go for his feet, but what I can hit him at is his knees, his anchor point. And that's what players get bad injuries doing that. And same yeah. time, they get concussions from head to head. But it's like, if you take away the defender's you know, artillery, their helmet and the shoulder pads, they ain't putting their heads down at someone's knees ever no, again. No, 100%. That's how, you get, that's how you get your brain scrambled. That's how but you get carryover points. It's one of those things that it, it's, it'll happen one day in our lifetimes, I think, Bungard. Well, I mean, I like so. you, you look at, and I know it's very a fairly obtuse comment, but like you look at the flag football thing that they've been, they, mm. they had that exhibition last year, and mm. they're all wearing scrum caps, rugby, yeah. rugby headgear. Yeah. Like, that would be you know why they didn't have con- concussions would, in the 40s? Would that be the most single most revolutionary like bullets. sports thing that's happened in our lifetime? It would be. Someone yeah. would probably yeah. have to die for it to change. Like, yeah. terrible. But it's like one of those things, it just, it just feels the way that game's going. To me, it feels inevitable because like, you can't now get to the point like, we're going to put a flag on the quarterback. And, yeah, and, you're right. And not just that, but like the league is paying out billions of dollars in compensation to players for yeah. head injuries. Yeah. What more? It is. It's what more is it going to take? And the answer is somebody to die on the pitch. Well, yep. there, was, there was another one in, this, in the Packers game. Again, Mike Daniels didn't want to rough the passer, so he just hugged him a little. And then Kirk Cousins just shook out and threw it. And it's like, well, okay. Well, that's not NFL. You, yeah. you get out there and you get to him and you're like, well, I can't hit him too hard. I'll just grab him a little and hold him. Like, Wait for the ref to call held. Yeah. That's it. But Yeah, like, yeah that, that penalty was ridiculous. Terrible. And then they've doubled down on it. The referee backed it up, said he picked him up and drove him. And the NFL was like, yep, we agree. 
if you think there's a crisis of refereeing in, in oh, rugby league, don't start. Don't start. Go watch the, the NFL. NFL, mate. It's not just a crisis of refereeing. The whole place is cooked. Crisis of process. They still have part-time refs. Like still, that's that to me is insane. And that's I understand. What makes Trillions of dollars, and I understand the arguments the referees had at that point. The referees probably like, not oh, trillions, but still. Close. Some of the arguments the referees had said, "I'm a lawyer, etc." I get paid more my day jobs. Okay, fine, bye. Yeah, we'll get full time refs. Yeah, but that's it. I, I, I understand the argument the refs had, but the NFL should have been. It's crazy like, and to also, me that all these sports don't have full time. If you're officials. if you're making law, and, and I'm not saying that lawyers don't make a fair quid, but like the as you say, the NFL is a multi. It's one of the richest billion in the world. dollar company. It doesn't make any sense for me to not have full time officials in all professional sports. And yeah. not just that, but like these are the guys who are making the decisions that determine the game that makes this money. Yeah, yeah why exactly. don't you just pay it's, it's them crazy. money? It's, it's like it's like. It's like buying a, you know, it's like buying a, like a fence. It's like buying a mega yacht and then hiring like a learner boat driver, no, and to, then putting a, and, and then putting a fifty cc bloody two stroke engine on the back. Or that, but, yeah. Like, but yeah, this game, that Packers game, was the worst officiating I'd seen since the Fal Mary game, which also involved the Packers. And that was also yeah, part. That was actual part time referees. Like the other refs were on strike they and they were. filled in. That's that changed the strike. They were was dark that times. But this game had three ending game ending players called back in it. They were all legitimate game enders. All like there was a touchdown callback that was legitimate. There was a uh, uh, two picks that were called back that were legitimate, and there was also legitimate pass interference that wasn't called. And it's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. Anyway, Not playing the refs. Uh, next question: Jack Cronin with ten TDs and zero intercepts in two games. Is Patrick Holmes on track to top Kalen Ponga of the of hype this there NFL season? Um, no, they it, it can never get to that point just purely because there's too many guys the NFL love hyping up, whereas the yeah. NRL just zeroed in on Pong. All Tom Brady said was win one game. Tom right. Brady. Oh, if Deshaun Watson gets hot again. Yeah. But it's all about Fitzmagic right now. So Yeah, I mean, oh, that, 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 that outfit. That's that's amazing. Amazing. But yeah, Mahomes as well. He's, he's, isn't it like, the, it's Andy Reid's favourite perfect weapon, but it's also perfect early season Andy Reid. You know, let's let's wait. I love yeah. Mahomes. He's my, I'm a big fan, but we'll, the Chiefs uh, we'll do see. this literally every they year. Do. So calm down. Uh, Frankie, under underscore nine eighty seven. Question for Bungard. Yes. When it comes home and the Daily Telegraph has usually been destroyed by court cases, yep. how long should I expect my erection to last? Uh, if it's more than four hours, see a doctor. I disagree. If it's less than four hours, <laughs> see, see a doctor. I think mean, you get dysfunction. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, we we possibly hypothesised a certain player. Yeah. being involved in a defamation suit against a certain yeah. media organisation and the resulting... If they won the grand final, would he pull it out and say, get a load of this one? <laughs> we can't know for sure. Butsy Triple Eight, will Bunga retire at halftime of the pod? So I'm guessing that's referring to Fontaine. Uh, do you know right. about this, Dale? I do. Yeah, um, yeah if anyone's <laughs> uh, a player on the worst NFL team uh, retired at halftime. Did he call his nun? He packed up and like, put his clothes on and walked out. Okay, here's your question. Who was the most likely NRL player to do that? Corey Norman. That's what I was thinking. Is it, is, it, is it both Corey Norman, Mitchell Moses, and Jared Hayne? Like, like, they're all getting changed. The eels just don't come this back is, out. This is my idea. You can't leave. Yeah, Brad Arthur's going to lock him in. Like, you can't get out. That's it. Like, <laughs> right? It's got exactly what I was thinking, Dale. Corey Norman. Anyway. Butsy says, should a struggling club with young with a young hooker or young hookers have it made a play for Cameron Smith so they could learn from him, or or will they when he retires? I don't think he'll ever leave. Wait, 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 say that again. Wait, so what, make so, a play like try and lure him. Well, away. he just re-signed it. There, well, even if he didn't, there was no chance he was ever leaving. And and also like, um, I don't think you can teach what he has. Just like you can't no. teach someone to be Joey Johns. Yeah, he sees the field too well. Yeah, he's because uh, we've talked a million times about how his gifts aren't. Athletic yeah. or there's tangible, like, so there's, there's a, no like, way there's been plenty of hookers opportunity to learn from him. And if Slade Griffin's the best of the bunch, 
Yeah. And, uh, and you show some respect to Ryan Hinchcliffe. <laughs> and the point that you <laughs> make is... Did Ryan Hinchcliffe play like, State of Origin or did I imagine no, that? No, did he? He got close. He got a I camp. feel like that happened. Get to the next question while we'll train off. The, the point that I was going to make about Smith is the only way that you would be able to ever teach what he has is to start at a, start an academy. Mm. Like to have your club oh, at 12s and 14s. I believe they have judo already, Dale. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's for the three people who hate games. <laughs> what, are they call, what do they call them? <laughs> yeah, um, and Butty's last question. What's the best crackers dip cheese combo? So are we talking about all three on the same cracker? All right. Or are we talking about if I'm having no, crackers, I think, dips, and cheese, what well, do I put on the plate? Dip and cheese together is a bold play in the first place. I quite often have one or the other. The yeah. best dip and cracker combination is obviously Jats and French, French onion, onion dip. dip. Like, everybody knows that. Mm. Yeah. And then, well, Ryan Hitchcliffe played New South Wales Country, did not play it. So the problem I have is that I, I do like a dip and cheese, but I like a, a sorry, dip and... Um, Crack up, yeah. But I'm, if I go to cheese, I'm already elevating exactly. above the level of dip. Correct. Yeah. I'm going next level. I'm going to good cheese. Correct. Mm. So that, uh, so yeah, you, you, I can't, you can't mix. You can't have no. all three. No. And I, I guess maybe if you're at a party and you're feeling loose and there's some jats and you're feeling yeah, crazy, just chuck it in there. And, and you see a French onion dip and you see cabanossi and cheese, yeah, just get it all in one go. You Why can try not? It, but I, you know, I wouldn't suggest it. I will put my mate. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know. A, 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 it's it, yeah. No, I don't know. Is it too much? Too much yeah. pleasure. Maybe. Anyway, a good a good triple brie never no, has yeah. never hurt anyone. Never hurt anybody. Yeah, like, I like a blue cheese, a good goat's cheese. Yeah, yeah. Blue butter, honey. No, no, you've covered. You're it. like a massive francophile. How do you not have a strong take on this? Uh, well, no. he's one of those people. Like he doesn't want to tell people about the good cheeses. Ah, uh, true. If, if yeah, we've already we've already talked enough about our secret plans oh, yeah. tonight. We can't we can't divulge oh, too much to the people. Oh, we actually can't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Simon Oscar Ill ninety seven says, "How fucking good is rugby league? It's, it's uh, the best. It's so good. It's been it's a cracking final series. Rugby league." The greatest game. Who's he support? The Tigers. So it's I'm good sorry. to see he's still enjoying He's it. just enjoying mm-hmm. the spectacle of rugby league. Good for him. Um, here we go. Michael Darren, 79. For those who have seen Ben Hunt play live, how does he compare to other big cash halves? Does he communicate well? I mean, he's, I told you this, he, stole, he, he can see a team around the park sometimes, but yeah. it, you know, his deficiencies in his game. I mean, the but, problem was that he communicated too well. He didn't know what play it was. Well, yeah, communicate with the, the officials? No? <laughs> like, that's it. Like, he doesn't talk to the refs. That is true. I mean, Ben Hunt falls into that hall of very good. I agree with that. Like, you know, he's he is still, even though he's in my line, he's still one of the top five or six halves in the competition, but he's not a Thurston. He's not a Cronk. He's not going to ever be those guys. He's 28 now. Like, he's not, he's not a Sean Johnson to me either, you know. Mm. That's just that's just the way it is. You know, and, you know, and he's still got too many flaws to be ironed out to, to ever be in that conversation with those guys, really. Um, he said, if you're going to dance an oot on a table, what song would you choose? Uh, so, look, oh Lord. Sweet Caroline is actually not a bad option. It's not, it's but you can't. If you do the butt butt bar with your arms, what does a naked man's body look like doing that motion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a real. Yeah. Thing. That's a concern. And, on a t- and not just that, but on a table. Are we talking like a pub yeah. table, like with the four legs? Are we talking like a dining yeah. table? That's just that's unstable. Lonely Island. I'm doing the song three ways so I can do helicopter dick. That's it. <laughs> you know what? That, that I'm fine with it. It's a solid play. Wow. And uh, how good would it be if the Broncos? Dragons get a Bronx cheer when they kick on the last in 2019. That's funny. Round one. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Frankie is back. He says, what's the dumbest thing you could fill a piñata with? Uh, probably plastic explosive. Hummus. Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a crack Okay, <laughs> food. Yeah. Good answer. Hummus no, I'm, just I'm, I'm okay with it. it. Sp- spiders. <laughs> if someone might think that's a good idea to a hummus piñata, don't do that. Um, big, big on pinatas in the uh, Middle Eastern community. Damn, Blake Moretti. He, he says, "Does life imitate art, or does art imitate life?" Pass. Pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Pat Lawrence, twenty six. When you buy a pair of jeans, should the fl- should the fly be a zipper or buttons? It has to. Be. I, look, I have this issue. My work pants 
are a button fly at the moment. Mm. My work jeans, and the it's not the jeans. It's not the jeans that are the problem. It's the fact that you have to undo your belt. Mm. To, yep, I agree. You know, to, oh, to, to drop the look, drop the drawers. I've I've come around on the button. Oh, I don't I don't What's think that it's a problem in a, that, as an aesthetic thing. But I did get a pair. So I have these are a pair of uh, blue Wrangler Stompers. Mm. The, the the early ones that I got are a button fly, and the new ones that I've got that are a black pair of Wrangler Stompers are a zip fly, and that there yeah. there is the so to speak rub. Okay. Well, the reason I've come around is that I've always been I had button fly like eighteen twenty. I'm like I'm never buying button flies again. Yeah. Mm. You had you all made a mistake. But then I went to H and M like three or four months ago, and it was just after the oh, a bit further after the end of summer, and they have that kind of like off whatever sale they had jeans on sale, and there was a pair of jeans on sale for like ten dollars, literally ten dollars for a pair of jeans. Tried them on. Fit great. Then I saw the button fly and I was like, fuck, you can't buy these. Mm. But they're $10. All right. So, so you bought them. Bought them. Then, then and, and I struggled for the first like two or three weeks, but I'm loving it now. Yeah. I'm telling but, you, there's, there's no concern of ever not having your fly done up because the buttons are such a pain, you just do it every time. Yeah. I'll tell you why. And, it's like, and also, the fly can lose integrity after a while. That is sure. true. So That's I can a I have had, I've had no problems with button integrity. Okay, mm. but here's the number one problem yeah. that I experienced when I was a young 18 to 20-year-old wearing button fly jeans. Yeah, we all have, we've all been there. You're out with the, you're out with the boys yeah. on, on the cans. Yeah. You go to the bathroom, Dale. You're a bit drunk. You're really problem, drunk. Problem, so- problem. What, I feel like what? this is a dice situation either way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least with a zipper, it's just you pull the zipper down, you're away. You're basically asking me to solve a Rubik's Cube <laughs> if I'm if I'm blind drunk in a, a bathroom Rub- a and I have to disc. undo my belt and then undo a button fly. Well, I've got a yeah. system now. I, got, I can do it with the belt. How are you navigating that? I can do it with the belt. Uh, uh, right. Too. Well, that's that's an important caveat. It is. So I can get all three done and I've kind of got... It's a bit of a different untucked system. Have you been blind there. drunk wearing these? Yes. Okay. And I've done fine. I don't know if there's right. any splashback. I haven't been... I haven't well, been, I haven't I've been awake full research. I haven't done the yeah, splashback. Yeah, that's my, that my main critique. Yeah, but obviously fly is the first choice. Obviously. Maybe it's one of those things as you were saying like that you when you know you, you kind of you wore fly jeans until you're kind of 21 and then you're like oh you know maybe I'll try these and maybe it's one of those things where your parents tell you that you're doing the wrong thing and you're like no no I know what I'm doing but then you get to an age where you realize that actually they were right all yeah. this time well, it's so also like the fly to the fly thing was right all there's this time. also like the, again fly can come down never never once of the issue of maybe getting your fella caught in it too if you're drunk yeah That's also point. Oh, valid point so you mm. know, I'm I'm coming around the button. I'm not saying choose button, but I'm saying consider button next time. You know, yeah, you, sure. Seventy thirty zipper. Don't, 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 don't immediately don't. discount yeah, button. Yeah, don't say get only if they're on sale though. Don't don't pay full price yeah, for buttons. Yeah, uh, Sean eighty six. Nathan Cleary is getting paid anyway, but do you think he'll there'll be significant development of his game with a full off season under whatever not hook coach we have? I think it's look. It can't it is. get worse. There's no way of knowing. It, yeah. could, it definitely can get worse. That though. is true. Yeah, it can't get that much worse. I mean, I. I think it's safe to assume he's someone who works on his craft because he came into first grade with, with pretty solid techniques. You know, he can kick a ball quite well and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I do think he'll be one of those guys that works hard every off-season. So it's had to be some development, but some stuff you can't develop that's not on the field. I feel like his kicking game stuff's already pretty handy when he actually kicks. Hmm. He needs to work on his decision-making and, and when to run the ball and, and you know and, and play-making. And it's not the easiest thing to do when you're not in the footy field. And, and that will only come, as you say, with time. On the field, on like, the he can't, you can't learn necessarily learn that at training. Yep. Uh, RCB Sharks, if you were sabotage a food group, what would you target and how would you do it? If I what, sorry? Sabotage a food group. Oh, what would you target? Need, needles and strawberries, bro. Uh, that's not a group, though. It's a, that's a type of food. Look, right? I'll, are we I'll talking be, dairy or are we talking... You know? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, this is... I don't understand le- the question. Legit. The, the smartest play. Whoever has done this has effectively destroyed the Australian strawberry industry. Yeah. Like, because they've... Now all three major supermarkets have taken strawberries off the shelves. Just, just ridiculous. There was set. There have only been like seven needles found, and it's the great. whole strawberry economy has it's, collapsed. It's great. Um, 
It's not great, but it's just so stupid. I mean, it's, it's smart. Um, I don't really get the question, but uh, I don't like <laughs> yeah. vegetables. No one does. What is wrong well, with Vegetables you? are okay. Vegetables I mean, are they're wonderful. wonderful. All right, they're objectively the least delicious food group. I don't see how anyone could argue that. I'm not going to sit here and try to argue mm. with you that like there's anything in the vegetable group that argues the most rivals the most delicious things in all the other food Potato. groups. Potato. Potato is good. Don't at me. Yeah, unless it's fried with yeah. fats, which are in the top bit of the pyramid. But they are, which is all, all the good no. meats are full no, of fat. No, because... You, what? All the good meats are fatty. Incorrect. You can have delicious the delicious lean meat. Of course you can. Don't be silly. Well, you're being silly now. I'm not being silly. <laughs> you're the silly one. Never got a good steakhouse and ask for your leanest, lowest grade. Oh, stop it. Next, <laughs> and give Next it to, And question. give it to me. Well done, please. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, well done, steak. Now, that is, should Miss be a J-level that. offense. Yeah, it should be. Uh, Pat Lawrence is back. He says, when the time comes to sit down and talk to your grandchildren about rugby league, mm. so it's not actually our good friend, uh, Huddix here, he says, how are you going to describe impacts of these legends left on each of your clubs? Locker Maranta, sure. Shannon Hegarty, and Chris Lickvold. Chris Lickvold, Del. Tell me more. Impact. Yeah. I mean, Shannon Hegarty was just a meme player. Well, we were never very good in those years anyway, so we can just look back and laugh. I mean, at least Moranta went on to do something. Well, he made YouTube's all of three around, There's a video I can show him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, he, yeah. came at, he came at me and, uh, you know, he didn't play for the Broncos anymore. Mm. Yeah. Okay, anyway, next question. Um, Messler has got Ozil's back. If only for his field goal abilities, how many more games would the Raiders win if they had Adam Reynolds in the halves? So many more. Well, just for his kicking game, they won a lot, they won a, they win a lot more. Well, I mean... They they still win that game against South because you can't clone people. So anyway. true. Yeah, there you go. What what was their what was their record this year? It was six wins by six oh, losses all, by less all, than they six break, points. They break new records every year. Of how many dumb. close games they lose? Love dumb a close dumb. loss. Uh, Scotty H A U says, "What chance of Troy Duggan getting minutes or a regular start next season with the Broncos, mate? I feel like he's getting signed elsewhere." Mm. Mm. I think they signed Sean O'Sullivan for that reason. Cryptic. Mm. Uh, Cryptic. Thought I not FB. Would the NRL ever introduce a rule for tackling a kicker like the new roughing the passer rules? Well, we and has of, the NRL roughing the passer rule rule in the NFL? We kind of have a rule like that. We and, do. And they, well, as we were saying last week, they've introduced like essentially roughing the halfback. They've gradually, I mean, since Scott Prince got his legs destroyed, they've gradually brought these rules in mm. over the years. Yeah, I mean, Clay Matthews essentially did the perfect thing to do for hitting a kicker late. Hitting if that happened in the, the NRL, waist. you'd be like, oh, good shot. Yeah, it's like, good oh, wait, well, he put pressure on but he didn't. Like, he just got him around the waist, put him down on the ground softly. Yeah. Perfect. They, they already have those kind of where, rules. Where does um, it become roughing? Like, if he was to have picked him up and cradled him, well, that, would that have still been a penalty? I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, no, pick you up and lower him <laughs> to lower the ground. Him ground. Or he drove him into the ground. Just take his helmet off and kiss him, tell him a lullaby. <laughs> no, you can't do that <laughs> in green, Matt. That took a turn. Did. Wow, eh? And. Roughing the passer rule in the NFL. What's well, not not helping the new rule? Mm. Tell you that much. Uh, Danny Boy, nineteen ninety five says, "Given Ben Hunt makes one point two million a year to choke game, should he <laughs> move to the NFL? Make five times that and do the same, being a kicker." He Amazing. should. He should move to oh, the. There's an all time choker, Billy Cundiff. <laughs> there you go. Go look at that. That comes back. It did. Uh, it did open the door for us to get the greatest kicker of all time. Yeah, but da- yeah. both my teams have the greatest field goal kicker in history yeah. on their. On then their Daniel team. Carson. How about that? Oof. But the difference is, if you choke in the NFL as a kicker, you're gone the next day. You're pretty always. fucked, hey? You don't really uh, get many more chances. At Beard underscore Raiders says, Is there any truth to the rumor in the offseason you were doing a Star Wars themed podcast named NRL Boom Wookies? Ha! Huh. And that's if so, that's which good. character do you do identify with? I mean, we weren't going to, but that I, that's a, so, that pun's so good that we might have to. That's good. Yeah. Who that do you identify good. with the most? Um, I don't, uh, don't know. Han Solo. I was going to go, Bungard would have to be Yoda because, well. He's six inches shorter than all of us. Yeah, <laughs> very true. And, and he's, the, in, he's also in green right now. And lives in a swamp. Perfect. Let's move and on. The, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let's move on. Danny Boy, 1995. 
the if the Bills get shut out of the game, could say thirty plus again this week. Coming, should they be forced to move to Perth? Perth yes. Bills has a nice. I'm liking the other fans getting around the NFL. They've got it's good. It's good. I mean, it's uh, not terrible. With the not going to d- brag, right. but my preseason predictions of Bills to be the worst team, Rams to be the best team, looking pretty. Oh, the Bills one was coming. That's and, and if you like getting around the him. NFL, can we suggest around the question. NFL? You was on this podcast. Who did I pick? Worst team. I don't remember who you said, but you chastised me for saying the Bills was. No, I didn't. You're like, oh, that's the easy answer. It is. like what I said. Now that is the easy answer. It's the right answer. It's the right answer. There you go. Hamish Neal says, in honor of Vontae Davis, which NRL player should have retired at halftime. Oh, there we go. He should have round two this season mm. but no we talk about Thurston but we kind of kind of addressed it anyway yeah. uh, James K1312 which NRL player would be most likely to do a Vontae Davis we went through we that as well luckily unlucky Danny Boy back well what would be the NRL equivalent of Vontae Davis bizarre retirement well the same, same thing, thing. same well, sport it's half time well, the only time it's the only thing it's remotely remotely comparable to is when Nathan Blacklock disappeared Sonny Bill right yeah no Sonny Bill didn't retire though he was going nah, to true, play true. rugby mm. money is nice Nathan Blacklock <laughs> just went walkabout uh, they Jimmy didn't, is they that, didn't know where he was. Last question. Jimmy is that guy. Who would win a fight between Luke Lewis and Ryan Hoffman? Not Luke, even close. Luke Lewis, Lewis would beat the shit out of Ryan steal Hoffman. Steal his lunch money and make him cry. Yeah, Ryan Hoffman's not a hard man. He's a, he's, a, he's a potato. That's it. Okay, we're done here. We are. Thanks again, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see you next week. My last podcast of the year next yep. week. There you go. We'll, we'll have a party. And by that, I mean Souths will lose. And if Souths win the grand final, it'll be Bungard and Dale. And you'll hear about that naked song Bungard chooses dance. Be a, the, <laughs> and the, I'm petition- if we win, I'm petitioning for the podcast to be on Monday so I can just carry that. 30-hour bender. You know, you know how when the they, show. you know, when they built the Taj Mahal and they made all mm. the people who built it, they cut their eyes out and cut their tongues out so they couldn't You're see. You're not allowed or, to do that. I'm gonna, that's what we I'm going to do after seeing you. So after seeing you dance nude, I will cut my who, eyes. Hang out. on, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Oh, but thank Christ. That's all right. And on I'll that note, you in private. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? Oh. Hey yo, I'm gonna be on Tid Out. That's how my eyes can see. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly. I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Now I'ma start collecting props, connecting plots, networking like a conference. Cause the nonsense is yet to stop. Jake, shake me down, haters wanna take me down, break me down, clap. All they heard was a sound. Yo, I scoped it out. I took your weak dream and choked it out. Your bitch don't really got no ass. She just poked it out on the D Lo. I'm saying you versus me, yo. We can do this shit right here in front of your people. See time is money, kid, and BS walks. And to me, it's funny, kid, when you meet heads talk. I see feds talk. They want to dig up the dirt, son. Is it me, they hawk? Because I be putting in work, son. be on Tidop. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stonewalled. Blackballed, I own y'all. The veteran running my plan. I'm the better man. Crazy raw. Doing my job like the mob. Blazing y'all and disappearing in the fog or a mist. And chicks can't resist what I kick. They be begging for attention on some more of the deals, Nick. Word up, baby. Someone may have to get hurt up, baby. Shit is mad shady, but I got to get the gravy. Platinum respect like the force of attack. Keep you hitting the deck. Feeling heat in your chest. Banging your thoughts with the hot onslaught I kick a shot on the spot for going where he should not Viciously, I make history instantly Those other lame ass loser ass niggas, they can't fuck with me I'm doing my thing now, to lamp later on Paid me shit with some fly gators on But now I'm grimy as they get, mud on my pants and shirt I bet you niggas out here know, I be putting it work I'm gonna be on Tidop, that's all my eyes can see Victory is mine, yeah surprisingly I've been laying Waiting for your next mistake I put in work And watch my status escalate <laughs>